right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spirits of Spirits, episode 11. I am your host, John Watkins, and my gracious host, David Lowe, all the way from California, joining us live. Love it. Third show together. I'm appreciating that. Appreciating that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been great so far. I love it. I love it. Oh. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's just get the the... Just out the way, my one and only sponsor, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is what allows me to download the audio portion of this show uh, to their website. And what they'll do is take that audio portion and deliver it to everyone out there for me uh, via Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, even Radio Public. Uh, if you can ever catch the live show, either via Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch, you can always check out the podcast. I listen to it all the time. It's kind of one of my favorite things to do on a long road trip is just listen to myself and laugh at myself because, uh, well, I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> other things you can do to help join in on the live, you can always click on that link right there. Uh, it will take you, give you an invite into the live stream here where you can join the discussion face-to-face with me and David. Or if you want to just call him because you're a little shy, a little bashful, you can always just dial 719-745-0691. All right. So how was your week, buddy? It was good. I uh, had my anniversary yesterday, so 27 years of marriage. And that's awesome. Happy anniversary to you, too. Love you guys. Thanks. So, yeah. So we went to see um, F9 and... Went out to breakfast and oh yeah, had a good time. How, how was that? It was good. Yeah, it was. It's what you expect. It's and it was. It was so funny because after Fate of the Furious, after the eighth one came out, yeah, I said something, and I don't want to spoil it. But okay. I said something when I reviewed the movie. Yeah. About how I think what would happen in the ninth movie. Yeah. And I was right. <laughs> Because I was like, how are they going to one-up what they did in the last movie? Yeah, because he got so, his daughter back and everything. It's- so I had this wild theory, and I was right. I thought Wait, that was really interesting. I'd be interested to check it out. I mean, I have i don't think I... I've, I've seen all it's of fun. them. I love the yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. That, that was a really good spinoff of the... Yeah. What are you drinking there? This is Sing Tao. It's a Chinese beer, Ooh, and it is my favorite on the planet. Oh, really? Yep. I'll have to check that out. Can you see over to my right here? No, your right hand is cut off. Okay. I'll throw this on here. This is what so, I... yeah, if you – because I know I see my full view. Yeah. And um, on the video, you only see about half of it. Yeah, so, so – uh... What was it? Uh, yeah, last Friday after the the day after the show, I went to the paranormal circus. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't I don't think they should call it a paranormal circus. It's like Cirque du Soleil but gothic. <laughs> oh, all right. I picked up a couple masks, a hat. And it, it was pretty awesome. It was fun. It was a really good show. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, they travel all throughout the country, so if it ever ever goes out that way, I mean, it's 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 a good little. Not too. It's not super expensive to go or anything like that. Uh, pricing is super cheap. It was fun, fun, fun. Cool, man. So we got a 
interesting show tonight. Uh, three interesting locations. It, you kind of you threw those locations out at me, and I was literally in the middle of looking at places in, in different states, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to find anything better than that right now that I'd want to talk about. So I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> uh, so we got... Your your three suggestions that, that I loved was Goatman's Bridge in Denton, Texas, right. uh, the Paris Catacombs, and Highway sixty six, which is now six, known six 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 six, which is also now yeah. known as uh, Highway four ninety one or Route four ninety one. Uh, right, a lot of interesting places there. Uh, well, you know, we'll kind of do an order in that way tonight. Uh, I th- Paris Catacombs was interesting when I was doing my research on that, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll go over that when that's, we get to the Paris Catacombs. But yeah, that's that's one of my bucket list spots. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't you can't do anything but scratch the surface down there because the the catacombs is just it's just a maze of and they you know they don't even have all the all the maps of it now it's not there's still parts of it that are unexplored and you can't get to and, oh yeah yeah well but, i mean shit we're already talking about it i guess we'll just start with the catacombs <laughs> start with the catacombs let's hit it uh so paris catacombs what underground ossuary is 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 the best way to put what they were originally called they weren't called the catacombs when they were first being built uh, right. Which they started in 1774, if I remember right, right around that time. Uh, mm-hmm. They were, well, in Paris didn't really, uh, France didn't build build those. That was actually built, uh, they were built as mines and, and, and things like that by the Roman Empire when the Roman Empire was there. When they held that land. Uh, and what they did is reinforce everything so to <clears throat> create a quick, Quit creating the creative. Okay, so my big thing with the catacombs, I mean, there's, there is a lot of history, uh, way too much to write down uh, about the catacombs. But I was surprisingly shocked about how little paranormal I was able to find on it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, to this day, they have not had any type of. What did you say? Mine said battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was around the Revolutionary War in France. And <laughs> uh, how about how about them grapes? <laughs> you never fixed your war, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I put a temporary fix up, but I can't get to the. What is it now? It said battle again, like three times in a row now. Three three times in a row. That's interesting. Shoot, I just got it. I got it seven times. <laughs> like bam, 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 bam. Wow. Like it did with blood last week. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Um, all right, that's a very interesting response. I think I'm going to have to get my tequila out. And yeah. If I get intelligent response, <laughs> I'm going to have to do another shot. And last week was was bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. 
I don't I, even know if I was. I don't think I was speaking right at the end of last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can't believe honestly how long we went. Uh, four hours. I was like, holy crap. Yeah, four hours. Yeah, and I had God. I, I mean, two shots and three beers for me. That was like unprecedented. <laughs> I was like three or four shots and nine I know you had eight beers or something eight, like that. Nine beers. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is Saturday we barbecued uh, for my birthday and then, you know, I had everybody over and I, I got hammered and I, everybody took off, but I stayed out on the back porch listening to music and, and everything after everybody left while I was still drinking. I woke up in my chair outside going, why am I still outside? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> I don't remember falling asleep, <laughs> but evidently, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think the most interesting thing about the catacombs so is, what, 7 million people? Around 6 million, 7 million people buried there, I guess? As far, yeah, as far as bodies, yeah. I mean... I just want to, I want to go there because it, I mean, it's like the, it's considered the most haunted world. place in France. Yeah. Or Europe Paris, for that matter. Well, yeah. Paris, but there's like literally like there's no, no direct encounter or malicious encounters or anything like that. I mean, you get some, no. you, you get some weird like strange mists and orbs in pictures and yeah. stuff that you take down there. Lot, and huge, yeah, lots of residual huge, stuff. Huge EMF spikes for no reason, but like yeah. no no real Which you're underground and there's nothing there. How I, could you get Actually that EMF shocked spike. me too. I I you know because yeah. I've never been there and never really researched the catacombs. I just they just have fascinated mm-hmm. me and I don't know why I've never researched them. They do fascinate me. But yeah, oh man, but that's one of my I didn't realize six stories down you have to go, yeah, to get into the catacombs. I mean, like, and they have like 2,000 people a day visiting this place. That's just crazy. That's a lot of people. I mean, 2,000 people yeah. a day to go visit, and and they, they, you're yeah. right. I mean, there's I was, I was gonna say that's like that's like Winchester House. In the summertime. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, less than that. I mean, there's probably, yeah, tens of thousands of people visiting the Winchester house during the summer on a given day. They have so many tours running Yeah, at yeah. the same time. But, yeah, but even still, there there are sections of the catacombs that, that you can't get to. Yeah, yeah, they actually, they were talking, I was talking about, uh, or talking about, I was reading about the tours and everything that they still do, and they still have areas, um, and, and they said, one, they had, they don't really know the navigation of there, but they literally have the iron gates locked up and everything to where you can't get into the areas. For one reason, they mm-hmm. don't have all the navigation there because they just haven't mapped it out yet. And two, those right. other areas are locked up because they're not as nice, like, you know, it took them almost a hundred years before they realized, hey, maybe we should decor, you know, you know, stack these skulls and stuff decoratively and make fountains out of them and everything like that <laughs> with all these skulls here and bones. I mean, and pillars. I mean, they made pillars out of leg bones. I mean, but like other areas, there's just still 
skeletons laying on the ground. You know, I mean, they didn't put them down there nice. They literally threw them down a hole for the long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until they had like a, a small cave in and they're like, oh, wow, we got way too many people down here. We're going to have to start doing something about this. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, France has been known to be a little macabre with their dead to begin with, which explains a lot mm-hmm. about New Orleans because that was a huge French settlement, but this kind of takes the cake. I mean, they literally said, well, we got six, seven million people down there. Uh, let's do something with it. <laughs> and I didn't realize one of the entrance entrances, which is also one of the top five haunted places in Paris, uh, is right there by Notre Dame. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was like, wow. There, there, I mean, there's some, there's a lot of history. I mean, this, this place from being built by the Romans to being redone by the French and turned into, uh, what the king called it, the, the biggest, La, La Mosseri, I think I say that right, could be wrong, I didn't write it down, but he had a name for it. But it's crazy, like, the main entrance for, like, the tours and stuff, when you go, it's a spiral staircase that you go down, and you end up going down six stories. The only thing you can hear is nothingness and and a faint water sound from uh, an aqueduct that keeps the water out of, it it basically keeps the water, they rerouted the water away from the catacombs, basically. Right. In about thirty feet down, it's like just pitch black. I mean, it's it's just nothingness down there. But right when you yeah. get to the bottom, they got that huge freaking sign, and I don't. I'm not even trying to pronounce it in French, but it literally says "Stop! This is the Empire of the Dead," or "This is the Empire of Death." That's it. The Empire of Death. I was like, "Ooh, I, I would love to take a picture of that 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 sign." That. <laughs> I'm going to go visit the Empire of Death. <laughs> right. Um, uh, there was the the far south of the catacombs, which was which was funny because they call it the Barrier de Enfer. Yeah. Um, which loosely translated means Gate of Hell. Gate of Hell. Yep. Um, which was the former city gate of Paris. Yes. Um, yeah, originally it was just, you know, it was just a, a way for them to eliminate the overflowing cemeteries, just start dumping bodies down there. Yeah. Um, From all the disease and everything that was going on. Yeah. Dude, I mean, dude, can you name another place that has that many bodies in it? No. Right. I mean, unless you want to talk about World War Two, that would be the yeah. Because I mean, because of the, the, Civil the War. concentration camps and Civil War didn't even have that many. Bodies. No, it I didn't mean, have, yeah, there were. It didn't even probably, have that many deaths because population rate was so low. Right. Um, right. But I mean, World War Two. I mean, the German concentration camps killed six million Jews. Yeah. So, and I do want that, to apologize. I mean, but in separate locations, so they're not. They weren't all put to death in Auschwitz. Yeah. But there were other concentration camps. Yeah, Auschwitz is just the most the, famous. The total, 
I mean, yeah, you can't name any. I mean, although this is a pretty big location, yeah, you can't name any one spot where this many bodies. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's yeah. Just I, a, I put a picture on the on the Facebook page of just skulls and bones stacked up on a wall. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, did and, you read about the guy that got lost down there in like I think it was the eighteen hundreds, and they ended up finding him eleven years later dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got lost in the mm-hmm. catacombs and they literally they actually created a structure there for him right where they found his uh bones yeah but man imagine getting lost in that place i mean that and it was kind of weird because like it was in the late it was like 1890s or whatnot it kind of started they opened the place up to like I, well, it wasn't even the people, but they're literally having like rock concerts, concerts and stuff down there, and the yeah, and they're like, well, maybe we should kind of open this up to the public. Right. <laughs> they found a full fledged movie theater, restaurant, and bar built down underneath there, and then the films of of course were old school horror classics that they were watching on this freaking huge you know, uh, projection screen. Yeah. I just, I read about that. The theater was discovered in 2004. Yeah. Discovered a fully equipped movie theater in the area of the catacombs underneath the Trocadero. Yeah. If I'm not pronouncing that, I'm butchering that probably. Probably. Yeah. But was equipped with a giant cinema screen seats for the audience, projection equipment, film reels of recent thrillers, and a fully stocked bar, complete restaurant with tables and chairs. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> how big is that place where you could just hide a full just, theater and restaurant? hide a full <laughs> theater and restaurant. They're like, when the hell did this get here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I mean, it, it really is. It does surprise me when you do. I mean, because history upon history on, on this place. Oh, that's but the paranormal history and, um, is so very low. It's that's great. I mean, it, um, there was even a in 2015, Airbnb paid, and I'm not sure their their denomination of money there. If I'm going to say it's euros, Fra- um, I thought it was still francs. But there. Air, Airbnb paid 350,000 euro. Offering customers the chance to stay overnight in the oh, I, I, in a heartbeat, I'd go. Oh yeah, I'm in. In a heartbeat, I'd I'd so like, stay the night there in a bed yeah, on a cot. This. I don't care. Just give me some liquor and I'll be happy. Yeah, give me some, give me some booze <laughs> and a decent Wi-Fi signal and <laughs> yeah, you know, six stories underground. You're gonna get some great six Wi-Fi there. Yeah. Get, <laughs> Give me some, yeah. Give me, give me a nice little hotspot. You know, can do some tethering on my phone or something. Well, you know what I find um, fascinating is like, uh, I mean, Catacombs been around forever, of course, and they've made quite a few movies about the Paris Catacombs. Um, probably the two most famous ones is Catacombs, and then As Below, Far Below, or As Above, Far Below. As, as above, so below, yeah. so below. Uh, probably um, the two most famous and, ones nowadays, but yeah, I was. But when you um, watch these movies, you don't realize that it's six stories underground. 
Yeah. That means at a minimum of 60 feet underground. Yeah. Probably closer to 70. That's... You're underground, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're buried. And it's yeah. not just six feet under. You are, you are buried. Cause I mean, and, and it's under, under Paris. Yeah. So, so the whole city of Paris has to be able to. Yeah. Structurally stay intact. Yeah, it's yeah, it, well, and that was the main. That was one of the main things that they were. They oh. did, Gerald. Gerald's here. Gerald was not the name of the guy they found. <laughs> Eleven years later, I do remember that mm. it was not Gerald. <laughs> not Gerald. <laughs> but it's. I mean, yeah. That, basement. That, basement. Behind you. Behind me. Gerald in the basement behind me. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Now I want to go underneath into my crawl space again. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Do you you have a basement? I don't know. I have a, you know, a decent sized crawl space. I don't have a basement. Hmm. The old house had a basement, but not this house. Because I have a basement. I have a big basement. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw the pictures. You get that? How well, How far along? I saw you got the concrete laid. No, it's not laid. It's I got I got the bags of concrete. It's ready to go. Oh, I thought I saw but a slab. I, I can't out there get the I can't get the the help to commit. Ah, oh, your sons so are being lazy. I may have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I've got a I got a buddy who's a concrete specialist that was going to help me do this because it's a big job oh yeah um but hasn't happened yet Hmm. what was i saying before all that came through oh that was the main thing that they wanted to do was reinforce all these mines that the romans did under Paris for these catacombs. That way they would not have cave-ins. Yeah, the whole city of Paris is built on top of this. And from Mm -hmm. what I understand, it covers almost the whole city of Paris, especially old Paris. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure on the outskirts, since they've expanded outwards, that there's, you know, places that aren't built on top of it. But, you know, I didn't... uh, get into is why the Romans built them built built the mines because I didn't see anything on there about why they actually why the Romans actually built the mines underneath Paris because they weren't using it for the dead that wasn't until France started doing that mm-hmm let's see if I can find it <laughs> Gerald basement behind me. That's how that was an interesting succession of uh responses that just came through. You see anything on there?
You know, one thing while you're reading that, I was mm-hmm. looking, you know, I was looking at all the cool pictures of the catacombs that people have taken. Um, but I didn't find any with, you know, strange orbs or mists or anything like that in the photos. It's all about the skulls and everything. And the, like, there was a cool one where they did the, the heart shape of the skulls. I thought that, or the skeletons. That was pretty cool. Um, I guess it's not really cool. It's the dead person, <laughs> dead people in the shape of a heart. But I mean, it's cool to look at. I mean, they they did some decorative stuff with that stuff, but I didn't see any pictures of the orbs or or anything like that uh, that people have shared. And I, I you know, it's kind of weird because it's like you have hardly any, like literally, you know, no stories about paranormal activity in this place. But at the same time, I want to. It feels like it's six million people. It just feels like it's one of those places that you're going to go there and just have an experience for some reason, and I, I don't know why. I, oh, that must have been your computer screen that flashed. Freaked me out a minute. I was like, "Why did your whole freaking body light up like that?" <laughs> Are you finding anything about why the Romans actually built the mines themselves? I'm getting a lot of runaround, um, but I did find, a, I think, a paranormal picture in the catacombs. Really? Yeah. That's uh, put that on the page. And it looks like a figure standing at the end. Of one of the close of one of the hallways, and they're obviously the leg is see through. Yeah. Um, so it's not a fully solid figure. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, I just posted that. But let's see. I'm trying to figure out. Said blue. I I do have a blue pin, and and I I do have. Blue can, or is it my boy Blue? You're my boy Blue. You're my boy. My boy Blue. <laughs> or, you know, blew my ox. Hmm. Oh, congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning for going back to back on the NHL Stanley Cup. Right. That was pretty interesting. That, they say they might be the best. The best Stanley. Or Ooh, there's a there's a mist. Oh, you found a mist? Yeah. I'm going to have to go in and take a look at that. I thought about pulling out the other, the old old school laptop so I can have it to the side and look up shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here too. <laughs> it's just, it, it baffles me. That's like, it feels... Like, I, I want to say it's haunted, but at the same time, it's like, where is the evidence of it being haunted? Yeah. Where are the stories, you know? Yeah. I want to say it's There's... more residual than anything because of all the, and this is just my own personal opinion, when, you know, the 
the hauntings that are at cemeteries yeah are not because of the bodies that are buried there but the items that they're buried with okay oh yeah i can see the attached items. i consider them especially an intelligent haunt except non-human entities because they like to hang out there but um they will uh, anything but you know residual stuff might be there but if there's an object that has an attachment on it that's where you'll get an intelligent haunt yeah, yeah. and i think a lot of what's down in the catacombs unless there's some sort of non-human entity there which well, i mean I'm considering sure. the amount of bodies i wouldn't be surprised and it wouldn't surprise me that they've done rituals and stuff down there i mean yeah oh yeah the place, they had to have done rituals down there i mean it's, you're next to water you have six million they got a theater they there. might as well have some sort of <laughs> uh Some sort of altar or something. Yeah, and I mean, mm. well, I mean, they created fountains out of bones. That just seems alterish in itself. I mean, I don't know. It's a strange place, and it's like, and as as little stories that come out about that place about the paranormal it's like one of those places like i would i would so bnb i would so go stay the night there i I, <laughs> I mean now you have to get your damn shots to freaking fly over there but uh i might actually go get my shot just to go do that trip <laughs> yeah i've had my shot i'm ready <laughs> Hmm. You know, honestly, okay. so, that, that might the mine, be the only reason the I ever get Paris my shot. comprise a number of abandoned subterranean mines under Paris, France, connected together by galleries. These main networks exist. The largest known, blah, blah, blah. Exploring the mines is prohibited. Unless you're on a tour. The, let's see, the Paris... Area was relatively flat, sea bottom during the early Cretaceous period, first in a deep sea environment, then under a more agitated near shoreline sea toward the end of the same period. Paris, largely silica-based sedimentary deposits became, under the action of pressure and the carbonic acid content of seawater, a thick deposit of clay... The invasion of calcium-rich seas. I'm trying to figure out why you're making no sense. Yeah, they're going right into, like, freaking dinosaur times. (laughs) It's a a strange one for me. It's like... Hmm. I'm going to age yourself in those sedimentary... I think it has something to do... With the clay? Leaving. Well, okay, Gerald. If you're going to be leaving, okay. You head right out on the door. Bye, Gerald. Have a nice evening. Um, you could always share the beer with us. I always welcome to come share a beer with us. Okay, geological bowl shaped, created by a millennia of seamers and much of the northern... Western France spent much of the geological history as submerged seawater coastline, but towards our era, the formation of our continents as we know them, 
the relatively flat area would become Paris region became increasingly elevated. This region was alternately invaded and sculpted by both seawater, inland seawater, lagoons, and freshwater. Okay, produce a rich and varied geological strata containing many minerals that would become a source of growth and wealth for the Paris region. Huh. So it's some kind of it was some kind of mineral deposits. That's interesting. I wonder if you know in the Roman times. And, uh, I wonder what they were using it for. It's yeah. Well, they had a lot of. I mean, clay for sculptures. First of all, there's oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of salt. That's an interesting point. Gypsum comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, chalk. So a lot so of they're, calcium. They're true mining, truly mining the area. Yeah. And it wasn't like they were going after precious metals or anything. They were going after the minerals. Yeah. Is what it looks like. That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, what do you think? I mean... It's in one of your top spots to go visit and see. Yeah. Is it more for... Hear you. I hear limestone. You. Well, I hear you too. Oh, really? Oh. Limestone. Hello. <laughs> you got a kitty cat? Or a no, it's my granddaughter. I say, or a grandbaby. <laughs> yeah. Grandbaby. She's got my legs. Go see mama. I'll let the dog back in. Um, oh, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. Three main networks. This okay through the minor networks. The commercial product was Lutetian limestone for use as a building material, as well as gypsum for use in plaster of Paris. What was that? Limestone. The the primary thing that they would get is limestone for use in building material. So yeah, they they dug all that stuff out so they can use it to build with. Oh shit. That's interesting. That's funny, I said you can always join us, have a beer and it said I hear you. Well good. That's interesting. Well, good. I'm glad, Gerald, you heard us. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think? I know it's one of the top spots you want to visit. I know I was starting to yeah. spot this off before I had to get up, but is it more for yeah, the off just, factor or is it more for the paranormal factor? It's a little It's more, I'd have to say, just for the, for the off factor of it being just that massive of... A gravesite, just that huge yeah. cemetery, all those bodies, there has to be, I mean, there's a paranormal element too and a nice creep factor for me, but I think one of, one of the main things is um, every time they've done a show and yeah, where they, and not necessarily the movies, but every time they have done a paranormal investigation of the catacombs of Paris, I have always seen something, a mist or a spirit, something. 
Yeah. And I normally don't unless they unless they actually point out the shadow figure or point out the mist. Yeah. I usually don't see that stuff through the TV. Okay. But with the catacombs, every single time I have seen something and felt something. Now I know there's what I know of two. And I think that's that my main thing. There. That's the main reason why I want to go there because um I don't want to say I'm drawn to it, but I feel like I'm drawn to it. Yeah, and yeah, it makes sense. It's yeah. That that really does make sense. The uh, that drawing, being drawn to it. So, could it have been a past life? I don't know. Yeah, you never know. Your past life could be buried down there. Um, I I know in a past life I was a Revolutionary War soldier, British soldier, but a red coat. Other than that, could be could be anything. Yeah, it's. But I feel I feel drawn to it. I think that's the main thing is I feel drawn to that area. There's and I think places. I mean, of course, I want to go see Notre Dame there, too. What's that? I want to go see Notre Dame too. Oh yeah, I'd love to see the cathedral. Oh yeah, I think that would just be that would just be beautiful. It's like ranked like uh, number four in France for haunting. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, I think it's, I just have a feeling about that place. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, I want to go see it just for the, the goth factor of, of what they did with the bones and everything and how they stacked them and even made patterns and pillars out of the bones and, and, one, I want to take a picture next to that sign that, that this is the Empire of Death. I just... <laughs> That's perfect. Um, and just having that feeling of walking down that spiral staircase into complete darkness. I mean, it, it's, it, it's definitely something that I want to go do. I don't necessarily know if it's haunted, but, man, it feels like it should be. Yeah, if there's, you know, if there, yeah, if there's any doubt, yeah, that would be, I, I, I would think that it's, I just, I don't think it's intelligent, per yeah, se. Res- residual haunts. You I know. think it's, I think it's a lot of residual, but there's got to be so much energy down there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one limestone. Yeah, which the is limestone a, which, it amplifies, which is a big uh, amplifier paranormal. for paranormal. Yeah, um, you have running water sitting next to it. In fact, you actually have, um, uh, uh, what do they call underground? And, and you, you said that the aqueduct actually diverts the water. Yeah, away from around the, the catacombs, right? Around the catacombs. So, yeah, just so that's creating, creating a, a that's creating a barrier. Yeah, of power, basically of powers yeah. that. <laughs> And they do have the energy. You know, the energy can't get out, so yeah. all that is just. And I'm not going to say compressed because I think it's like it's like 20 square miles or something yeah, like that. I think it's freaking huge. I would love to see. I would love to see someone map that whole place out. Right. You know, geocache that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's and with today's technology, I don't even think they would have to even go in there to do it. Yeah, I don't 
I don't think so. They could do that with all the they can do that with satellite sensor equipment and yeah, satellite stuff. Deep but yeah, they could do satellites. it from the surface. They could map it out. Oh, I'm surprised man. Google hasn't done that yet with their little robot cars. How are you? How are you? I am great. Thank you for asking. Oh, good. That was nice. Yeah. How are you? It comes up good. I'm going to die laughing, and I'm going to have to go get some Fireball. <laughs> yep, I'm going to have to get some tequila. <laughs> but it's definitely, I mean, that's, it's in top ten places I always wanted to go. And yeah. I only remember two two paranormal investigations ghost hunters international i remember when they went there yeah it actually was not too bad of a show um and then i remember ghost adventures going there yep and half the stuff i see on ghost adventures nowadays i just think is full of crap i think that's why nick left honestly nick felt him getting too big and decided to leave I don't know if that's true. That's just my theory. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It, I, I liked Ghost Adventures when it first came out and just, you know, it was just the three guys. And then it's like all of a sudden, I don't know. It, it seems forced almost on all their shows. Mm-hmm. And every single show, somebody, have you noticed that? Like every single show, somebody has a horrible feeling. It's, I mean, yeah, that's usually Aaron. Yeah. Oh man, I I feel I'm shaky all over. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I I get it. But and then that's um, Ghost Hunters did the same thing. Yeah. And that's why and that's why Grant left yeah. was because I mean there would be episodes where they wouldn't get any activity. Yeah, and I love those. I love those episodes. I I love those too because they're like they they were able to debunk stuff. Yeah, they were yeah. able to go. No, that's not that's not a spirit. That's pipes because they were both they were all roto rooter guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. So they knew the they knew the ins and outs of pipes and plumbing and things like that. And that gets the cause of a lot of so called paranormal sounds. Oh, yeah. Um. And so you know, and they still give when the they get debunk stuff or they don't mind. get any evidence. I'm like I was cool with that, it but gave families peace of mind when they were at those houses. By debunking exactly, everything. it's like, oh yeah, no, you guys got rodents, and here you go. Um, and then Ghost Adventures started getting popular, and it was all about. I mean, in the early stages, it was all about provoking. Oh and yeah. and I loved it. It was getting, three guys with three cameras. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I loved that factor. You know, because Ghost Hunters is a big production. You know, and they were yeah. also Ghost Hunters was a big production from the get go. Um, besides yeah. the tape that they sent in to, uh, uh, was it Spike Television? It was Spike, wasn't it? At that time, yeah, I remember Spike. I, I think, I think that's right. Yeah, it, I think it was Spike, but that's what they were originally on. Uh, <clears throat> But, you know, they sent in their own tapes. Where they're, but then, you know, they they got on that show, you know, created the actual big show. But they were a whole production. You know, they had a whole production crew. And, and that was fine. That's how they started. But at the same time, they went in to 
look at the reality of the situation, not just for the paranormal. In fact, they mostly went in there to debunk everything. They went yeah. in there to find a cause and effect of what was going on. And when they could not find a cause and effect was going on, or they did catch something on tape or on film, um, on a recording or whatnot, then they were like, yeah, you got a haunting here. Other than that, they're like, nah, you're good. <laughs> yeah. But ghost hunters, they were kind of, you know, ghost adventures kind of say they're big on provoking, you know, they have yeah. that that huge uh, documentary in what two thousand three that freaking blew up uh, there in Nevada, yeah. and that's, that's kind of how they got their thing. I I actually have that on DVD. Yeah, it was that the, the original. Of course, I do. Yeah, but um, I yeah, just, I actually didn't care for them originally because they were provoking, and they would basically instigate. Yeah. problems yeah and that would create way more problems for the owners later yeah 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 because now the people that they're since, mad at are no they've longer since there. kind of evened out especially with you know all the spirits that would follow them home and yeah aaron got messed up the, pretty good for a while there and so did yeah. nick especially yeah, after so uh, they all got it they all got messed up, and I got to tell you, Bobby Mackey's kicked the crap out of all. Yeah, three of them. I would say especially after Bobby Mackey's. Yeah, that would that be that'd be one I'd like to see. That'd probably I, be one on my bucket list, I know, maybe top five. I know I talked about it a little bit. I don't think I've gone really into Bobby Mackey's place. Yeah, that might that might be a future episode. We might talk about that. Yeah, honestly, I thought for some reason I thought I already talked about the Paris Catacombs, but. It, I didn't. It was just a discussion that we had off, yeah, we off just, show. <laughs> right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Amber alert. Yeah. Okay. I get it. All right. I hear you. It's too far away for me to know anything about it but <clears throat> anything on the eastern slope i-25 corridor get we get amber alerts for so but i don't know it catacombs i, yeah. I would definitely want to go there and if i remember right on both of those shows neither one of them really got anything inside there i think they got a couple no, of like they just got EMF creeped out by all the and, stuff yeah, I guess I think there was but... a. I don't think they even got an EVP. I think somebody thought they saw a shadow figure, but they didn't catch anything on on camera. Yeah, and I think it was the Ghost Hunters International crew, where somebody said, "Oh, I saw a shadow figure right there," and then they moved down, they, and, nothing... and then they pan the camera, and there's nothing there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's God, that that would just be amazing. To go see and like Disneyland, it's probably something you couldn't do in a day. <laughs> no, you'd... I I wonder you'd how to... far along of the how much of a tour you get. You know how how much can I mean? Do they take you down there all day? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's in in sections here and there. I saw something about. Um, that they consider the catacombs one of the fourteen museums. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Uh, so uh, the 
Musee, uh, Paris Musee, basically the... Paris Musees. Yeah. Uh, Whatever they call it. But anyway, so... Yeah, it's a historical side of museum and everything now. So they've got to have... They've got to have entries in different points. Kind of like... What is that? There's that... I'm completely drawn a blank. Um, the underground um, sections in San Francisco where you can get where you get Shanghai. Oh, where you get kidnapped and taken away. Yeah. Um, the Chinese. Uh, yeah, the Chinese like take you away tunnels. Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of different points where you can enter. Yeah. You can't you can't go all the way through it, and the catacombs are the same way. There's places where you can enter, like at Notre Dame or um, at the front gates, at the Gate of Hell. That would be one place where I want to go in. Yeah, I, that, that's um, where the, the spiral staircase. The, the yeah, that's yeah. actually where the spiral staircase is. That is right. right there, the old gates of Paris. Right. That's that's where I. That's one of the places I want to go in. But I'd like to go in at like four or five different spots, and just get another. You know, just get a good a yeah. good look and just spend a week there and every day I, go. I, I don't want to say just opening. listen, but I just I just want to go there and listen and just see if there's if there's anyone there, if there's any any voices, anybody that wants to say anything. And you know, I don't understand French, but I, I could get I, I can get an image translate. <laughs> yeah, I can get an image of what's going on, and if I get a if I get a word, you know, maybe we you know we hit Google Translate on that. Some gun when we come back up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you could pull up the history, like on the app thing. Yeah. You could pull up the history, yeah. type it yeah. into Google Translate, find out what the hell they were saying. That would be really interesting. That mm-hmm. would really be, because I'm pretty sure you can change the language. Yeah, it's got French right there. You can change the language on there. Troy will yeah. speak French well, to you. Well, that's interesting. I wonder if... Spanish, if we do that German, now, would we get something in French? Japanese, Chinese. Yeah, that's a good theory. Oh, I for, I didn't switch it. Uh, oh, yeah, I did. I, that's history. I switched the dictionary. You have to hit a tap on the flag itself. All right. I think it's funny when it... When you hit the flag and you select English, it has Britain's flag there. <laughs> it's got the Great Britain flag. <laughs> yeah. Proper English. So Proper does English. It, Old so English. When it says herb, is it going to tell me herb? <laughs> or <laughs> aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. <laughs> aluminium. Um, I remember... Yeah, we used to work with a I had a couple coworkers that flew in from Britain and um their names were Yvonne and Lisa. And that you know, woman looks she says, Oh my god, I got a terrible migraine and I'm like Migraine? What the <laughs> heck? Oh, migraine Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, is that some like period thing i was like i didn't wasn't sure what that was about but no migraine and i was like oh okay yeah we say things different yeah i i yeah. always I, saw this and, uh, British. you know and the 
the C word is said a lot you know, in Britain as as just a regular it, profanity. Yeah, you know, and I have yeah. to kind of admit with Jim Jeffries on this one, motherfucker is a whole lot more worse than cunt. <laughs> right. But you know what is really bad in Britain to say? Huh. Is is the word fanny. Fanny? Yeah. And I used to think that would have been like the proper English word for butt, yeah. right? But no, that's the C word in Britain is fanny. That's what they're they were like, oh god, you can't say that. And I was like, I really, really, I, I can't say fanny. I thought that was like that was like the word instead of saying butt. You guys said fanny all the time because you're all proper. <laughs> I just, I don't understand where the offense in that word comes from. I just, I don't get it. Yeah, is, is that a, like an open window now, behind you? In, in this, huh? Is that a window behind you? Yeah, it's well, it's um, it's a glass case, and then behind it is a. Oh, I just got French. Comment vous sens vous? How do you feel? It translates huh. it for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's cool. <laughs> I feel great. Anyway, Thank I... you for asking. No, it is it the that's is it like like an office window to another room or? No, it leads outside, but it's not something a, it's just not a walked, window. Something it's just a, walked through that. Like I literally saw something go whoop through there. Really? Yeah, that's I was, that's what made me ask. I was like, "Is that a window behind you? What is that?" Because yeah, so, I saw something go whoop, and it wasn't reflection. No. no, so it was like a shadow behind it. Because that's a that's a porch that leads out to the front yard. No, I mean like so, directly behind you over so, so right so right there is a door, right? And yeah. that's got a window on it. And then right. these so are the actually com- these are actually glass um glass boxes. Yeah. That are that are put together like a window. Okay. So you can't see out of it. Well what is directly behind you? That is a what window. Is directly it's directly behind me right here. Like you know where your home office, like straight right back, behind my head, yeah, right behind your head. You got you, you got a computer screen, and behind that, it looks like a window. What is that? Oh, yeah, that's the Conjuring Two poster. I saw a reflection move through that, so there must maybe somebody was walking. Okay. Maybe someone could have been walking. Yeah, out the maybe room someone so was walking through it. the living room. So you that's can see it like, there. Yeah, now I can see that it looks like a, but it looks like a window. Behind you. That's what I was like. Is that a window behind yeah, you? Yeah, because there's, because there's a, yeah, there's, there's a window in the picture, right? Because yeah. it's from Conjuring too. So it's the, it's that window that the girl's on. Yeah. Up in the attic. So you saw something in the, yeah, in the light reflection. Yeah, like right above your head. It went from that side to that side. Yeah, could have been someone. But that's funny because the light is directly above me. Yes. The light for the room is directly above me. So if anyone anything blocked it out, it would have to be on this side of the light Yeah, it, by where I am. Yeah, it went that way. So it went huh. towards your window, I guess, towards all your figurines back over there. It went okay. from that side of the room towards the figurines. So it went from this yeah. side this yep. way. Yep. 
That was interesting. It just it it threw me off for a second. So I was like, "Is that a window? Is what is behind you?" <laughs> I keep forgetting that it's your Conjuring Two poster because yeah. it's lowered enough to where you can't see really what that is. Yeah, <clears throat> and so I was like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, that was it. That was kind of interesting too. That it actually came up French and then it translated for me and translated it for you. And it said Afrique, Africa. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm in French too, but I haven't gotten anything since battle seven times when we started talking about the catacombs, and that makes me that makes me wonder because there had to have been battles. There well, was yeah, a war. it was in, there during in, the French Revolution. In, from war. 1812 to 1814, there was a huge war. Oh yeah. Um, so well, eighteen twelve, eighteen fourteen. That's the War of eighteen twelve. War of eighteen twelve, which, which is freaking uh, Napoleon. Yeah. So there had to be a lot of bodies from that from that war in there. Oh yeah. Could it have been? Could it have been seven battles? Oh. From the War of eighteen twelve. Which is why I got it seven times. Ooh. And it's it's interesting because when I get, um, like last week when I got blood, I got that five times, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, I think that was five. Yeah. But, um, and now this time I get battle seven times in a row. Yeah, blood. Within the span of a minute, it's all time stamped the same time. Yeah. That's interesting. So. It might be that my my barrier is somewhat like I said the barrier's temporarily repaired, but until I can get down because I've got to be able to get to all four corners of the property and I can't do that yet because <laughs> um, I still got to weed eat the bottom of the property. Oh yeah. If I can't get, so I tried to you know link it, but I had to use a different rock because that rock's been moved. Yeah. So I went and found a different rock, but tried to link it to that, and it's it's pretty good, but I think maybe something or something's really trying to get in, so it says it like a bunch of times. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Okay, so we've been talking about catacombs for the last hour. Yep. I need to take a pee break. Yeah, I need another beer. We will be right back.
Oh, yeah. Got your refill. Yeah, I had to get all my beers out of the freezer. <laughs> so I guess I, we can go next year to Denton, Texas and talk about Goatman's Bridge. Yeah. Okay, before we start, watch for the name Steve on the ghost tube. Steve, Oscar, and Jack. You got all those, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in particular, the name Steve comes up a lot. Really? Okay. So on um, EVPs, <clears throat> Goatman Bridge, Goat- Denton, Texas, more known. Well, I guess it's more known now as the Goatman's Bridge, but it was originally named the old the Alton old Bridge. Alton Bridge, right? Built in 1884 by I, I, the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company. What a name! <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. So there's. You have um, the main – well, I actually, I thought it was interesting. It was actually uh, – it just said murdered, which is weird because I was just going to talk about the first uh, – I don't want to call it legend, but uh, I guess it is a legend uh, about the goat farmer Oscar Washburn. Who became very successful uh, until August of 1938 when the KKK and the local government kidnapped him and took him to the bridge, threw a noose over his neck, <clears throat> and, and threw him in. off the bridge. Threw him over the side of the bridge. Yeah. That's right. And then when they go to look over the bridge to see if he's dead, there's no one there. He was gone. Which put the KKK into a panic. So they rush back to the house and just slaughter his whole family, his wife and kids. And then they're, they're, I mean, that's kind of weird that I was literally just going to say that and come up murdered. (laughs) But there's also Jack Kendall, which didn't have as much on there, but they go into more voodoo with him where he died. And they literally took a goat head and sewed it onto where his head was and brought him back as the goat man. That was the other big legend, the goat man. Um, I I don't know. Two little interesting ones. I mean, there's the Oscar Washburn one is, I guess, the more well-known one out there mm-hmm. um, probably has to do with probably a lot more fact than fiction of what happened to him, uh, which really sucks. I mean, dude was, I mean, everybody liked this guy and it just pissed off the KKK. I'm like, he was a big goat farmer, gave good prices. I mean, he was pretty well respected in the community throughout by most. Mm-hmm. And they basically didn't like the fact that, he was being successful and 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 being a 
a black, successful American, and they decided to hang him for it. Yep. No surprise, in fact, that bridge actually remained open until 2001. Until they moved, until they create, uh, built a new bridge. It was a single right. lane bridge. What, first, one of the first iron bridges in the state of Texas, if I remember right. And then Alton, the city itself, actually moved like three times. And like, the old city, the only thing that's left there, I think, is the cemetery and the church. Talk about going to a ghost town. That would be a cool little trip. Go to Alton mm. itself and then go over to the bridge. Mm. But <clears throat> they do have... A couple... Well, actually, they have a lot of stuff that happens out there. Um, one of the big uh, legends out there is like if you drive across the bridge with your headlights off, which is how they say the KKK snuck up on them, you'll actually be met on the other side of the bridge by the goat man. Um, they have reports of abandoned cars with no sign of the occupant, vehicles breaking down, uh, door locks on the cars locking and unlocking by themselves. That's just with car stuff. And then they got... Right. Not to mention the the car horn yeah. that they hear. Um, because that was... It was a single lane bridge. Mm-hmm. And you were you had to honk your horn when you came up to the bridge on one side. Yeah, to let the other cars so, know. Before you cross. Yeah, because it was a sharp turn on both sides of the bridge. So exactly. it was kind of like a blind look into you know getting on and off the bridge. So right. They, they had to honk their horns, let other the other drivers know. Yeah. I've actually drove on those kinds of bridges today. I mean, well, not today. Today, yeah, but, we've got a couple up here where I live. Yeah, or you have to honk before you get on, because mm-hmm. it really is a blind turn before you get on the bridge. Mm-hmm. I, I don't the know. whole road I live on <clears throat> is one lane. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gotta suck. <laughs> but I don't know. They, I mean, they've had. People have seen ghostly figures, of course, out in the out in the wood areas. There, uh, strange lights um, being seen, visitors being touched, grabbed, even rocks thrown at them. Uh, mm-hmm. They got uh, the people hear hoofbeats on the bridge. Right. There have been seeing seeing the the goatman's head. Yeah. Or, or a guy, a man with yeah. the with the head of the. And, and another one, not just a, a man with the head, but they like a man standing at the end of the bridge with two severed goat heads under his arms. Yeah. I was like, well, that would, yeah, I'd turn around if I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got a, you got a serial killer vibe going on there. You got, you got yeah. a little Michael Myers, that's Jason a, thing some, going. <laughs> yeah, that's some creepy. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, go now. now. You, 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 you go ahead. <laughs> But it is a, from what I was reading, it's a, a really huge place to this day for satanic worship out there. Yeah, a lot of people believe They're, that the Satan, Satanists, Satanists, have opened up a portal to hell over in there, that area. Yep, I have no doubt in my mind. And this is 
again one of the places that I have I have seen um, images from that bridge from shows. Yeah, Ghost Adventures in particular. They did they did a couple of episodes. Yeah, I know they've they done at, at least bridge. two out, out yeah. there to go, man. And they went they back did, because what happened to their one, friend's boyfriend, uh, one of their crewmates' boyfriends got affected when they were there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And water. The, water. The, you just said water. Was Hickory Creek run into the bridge? Yep. That's interesting. And again, water said great conductor of paranormal energy. Yeah. But that's that's one place where and I personally have never had to deal firsthand with a demon. Um I've had non-human entities that I've had problems with. Yeah. But never a demon and that's the only place that I believe I saw a demon on the second Ghost Adventures episode when Jay, whose girlfriend was the one that got affected, Jay actually did a ritual under the bridge. Oh, yeah. And I saw something bang. He was like, it protected himself in a circle and something was banging against that, that barrier. And I saw it, but it didn't come up in any other evidence or anything like that. Um, I think they, there was some growling noises or something like that, but yeah. I actually saw it. And um, that's the first time. And after that, for a couple nights after that, I had visitations in my sleep. Uh-huh. Got a lot so, of those dreams. That would be a, hmm. Got to love the night terrors where I was like, okay, that's no, that's not good. So, Speaking of dreams, not not to get off subject here, but so I start a new job on Monday. Oh, uh, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Going to go back into the construction business. Uh, but uh, I was filling out the paperwork and I flipped over the page and I'm going through all the skills, you know, because they make you list all the skills and everything and all that stuff that you know. And, uh, and I'm sitting there filling it out. And boom, it just clicks me. It's like, I've done this before. And it just reminded me, I literally had that dream of what I was doing about 15 months ago. I was like, fucking goddamn deja vu. (laughs) Well, I guess I'm supposed to be here. (laughs) Right. So, So let me ask you this. And this is something that I've been tossing around for a long time. Was that a premonition? Or was that time travel? Because here's here's my theory. I feel that deja vu is a form of time travel. Because the speed of thought is faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. So faster than light travel. And if you look at our synapses of our brain, it literally looks like a universe. Right. It looks like a mil- like the Milky Way or whatever. Right. 
So isn't it an interesting way to think about it as that you're actually that is going into the future? That is an interesting you're, That outlook. your mind is going into the future. That is an interesting outlook. And you never know you did it until you're there. No. Until you until you run into that point again, dude. I was here. I've done this. Yeah, I just I literally I was sitting here. And I I just smiled and giggled. I was like, "This is, this is freaking funny." Um, because you know I'm, and and I'm having my show tonight. You know, <laughs> I'm like this. This is just too funny. I was like, I'm gonna definitely have to tell Dave about this. <laughs> but I was like. I just giggled and continued filling out my stuff. I was like, yep, I guess I was supposed to be here. Yeah. Guess it was meant you, you saw it happen before you did it. Yeah. So I don't, I I can't tell you how many times I've run into something like that to where like my first visit to Alcatraz. Oh, I, I knew I remembered. Um, and, you know, I probably can't remember it now because it was, gosh, when was it? It was 2006 when I went the first time with my oldest eighth grade class. And I'm, I remember on the boat sacrifice. to Alcatraz, it just said sacrifice. I'm seeing, and I think it was cell 13 in solitary. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing that door and <clears throat> someone telling me not to go in that cell. Don't go in that cell. And I was like, why did I, you know, why did that happen? And I've never, because, and it, I didn't realize that, you know, I've never been in a prison before. So I, I didn't realize it was a solitary, that it was solitary, except yeah. that it was a huge door it was a huge solid concrete door like major right and then inside were the actual bars yeah so there was like a like a concrete door and then bars and i remember seeing that and then there was a figure in the corner of that thing and then somebody in my left ear said don't go in the cell and i was like "Okay." okay and this was on the boat on the way there and it wasn't until, you know, we get three quarters of the way to the tour that we ended up in solitary confinement. And I walked up to that cell and went, oh, <laughs> I see. I'm not going in there. <laughs> I'm not going in there. And um, cell 13 is a big, uh, it's a big deal. That's, a, that's a nasty. Yeah. There's something. Well, and the entity that's there was human not no at some more. point. But is no longer human. So, no longer remembers <clears throat> being human. So we're on the subject. I mean, we're like so we but, get off subject. Totally, totally uh, jumped off on a tangent. But yeah. that <clears throat> boy, that that Goatman Bridge. I'm, well, it came up sacrifice on my thing. There's yeah, <laughs> very there's yeah, there's a lot of rumors. I mean, especially with all the Satan worshiping and things like that, oh, that yeah. there were some kind of, there were sacrifices there, animal or otherwise. Yeah. 
Well, it's kind of interesting, the theory of Jack Kendall with voodoo and everything like that. And it, I mean, that's mm-hmm. the other big legend of the goat man. I don't know. It, it, well, they, people hear inhuman screams, manacle laughter. I want to go there on Halloween and just try this. Because they say if you go there on Halloween at night and you honk your horn twice, you'll actually see the red eyes appear of the goat man on the other side of the bridge. Hmm. Yeah. That would be an interesting thing to do. Or just any time of night and drive across without the headlights on and see if he's sitting there at the end of the end of the bridge. I mean, those, those are two things I would like to try. Just to see if it's... Are, pe- yeah. are people reporting it correctly or if... It's more There's uh, something about <clears throat> knocking on the bridge can also trigger a visit from the goatman. Yeah, I saw something about knocking. Yeah. So, yeah. On Halloween, if you go to the bridge and honk your horn twice, you may see the fiery red eyes of the goatman. Where was that? The bridge. Just seven months. Okay, if you ever get the urge to visit, just keep your headlights on and don't knock on the bridge. Unless you want to visit with the Goatman. But maybe I want to visit with the Goatman. Maybe the Goatman isn't an evil entity to begin with. Well, especially if it's this Kendall guy. Maybe he just needs help. Or even if it's the Oscar guy. Maybe he's just, you know, he took on a, a fearful image to scare away these fucking racist bastards that threw him off a bridge. Right. Yeah. Well, Steve hasn't come through yet, but I would really like to know which one of these stories is the correct story. And and for some reason, it seems like, especially back, you know, in 1938, the Oscar Washburn goat. Oh, story. Jack Kendall was a goat herder. Oh, was he a goat herder? Okay. Yeah. And he ends up dying somehow. I can't remember, but yeah, supposedly. Okay. So uh, let's see. In which a a group of cowboys lynched a goat herder called Jack Kendall. Supposedly this was near the location of the bridge. The legend goes that Kendall's body reanimated through the power of voodoo, ripped off the head of a nearby goat and replaced his head with the goats as the astonished cowboys watch in horror. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm, I'm thinking that's him. You thinking it's Jack. I'm thinking it's Jack Kendall. The goatman. It could be. I mean, I mean, we don't. I don't. Um, I, it'd be nice to know. Like, I I think that would be the the first question I would ask. Like, if I did drive across <laughs> in the middle of the night, yeah. with my headlights off, and saw him standing there at the end of the bridge, I'd be like, "Okay, you got to let me know. Are you Oscar or are you Jack?" Right. <laughs> Answer that. I'm out of here. Or, or are you something else? Do you want me to go? Just answer this one question for me and I'll go. 
Yeah. Um, but a lot of people describe more as a satyr too. Yeah. Which is interesting because that gets more into a druidic type thing there. And if, if if that was the case, if it was more druidic, I mean, it's in a very heavily wooded area. It could very well be druidic. I mean, it's if that was the case. I don't, I don't see why not. That would make a lot of sense. If that was the case, uh, it would really have a huge, yeah, it would have a huge yeah. problem with the satanic worship there. Yes. I don't know. That's a, it's an interesting place. And like I said, I, not only would I want to go see the, you know, Goatman's Bridge, but I'd want to go to Alton itself. I mean, the only thing that's still left standing there is the cemetery and, and the church. And church, yeah. That would be that would be interesting. That'd be one of those like like Roanoke. Oh yeah. That that's always been a place I'd like to visit. Virginia, right? Yes. Yeah, that would be a good spot to go visit too. I told you we tried going. Uh, me and my cousin tried going to uh, this place called the Dry out here, which was back in the day an all black community. Back hmm. in the Wild Wild West days, like they didn't like an archaeological archaeological dig and everything out there. Still want to try and get out there. I got to try and find out how to get a hold of the people, the property. Because like, they got like two new gates up. Like they're like looking brand new. They don't want people in there. And we weren't going to cross no gate without permission. That's how you get shot. <laughs> Especially with farmers in rural Colorado. Because <laughs> I don't know if it's like the farmers that put up the gates. Because there's two, you know, ranches right there. Right. Or if it was BLM, you know, Bureau of Land Management, that put those gates up. I don't know. Hmm. But it's 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 a historic. It's considered like more of a historical site now. I just don't know if they would let people go in there as long as they made sure that you know we're not going yeah. in there to you know destroy. You mean anything. actually in into the town of yeah. Alton or on yeah. the bridge? Yeah, because they allow foot traffic on the bridge. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Yeah, you, they're yeah. not allowed. You're not supposed you do, to drive across it no more. Yeah, you can't. You're not supposed to drive it. Or I would say they. In fact, I remember. Strongly, if I remember it, they they have, strongly urge you not. I think they have it blocked. They don't have for, it blocked, but I think they have the chains up. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, they have like ropes or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're. You know, you can walk across it. And that's something I've always wanted to do. Or just, you know, not necessarily walk across it, but, you know, just stand in the middle of that bridge. And, yeah, and just see if you can talk to somebody. Because there's got to be, there's got to be an intelligent hunt there. Oh, I I think it's more than and, just an intelligent and, uh, hunt. I think with yeah, no, all the with other this, stuff that's happened. Yeah, with... With the supposed voodoo, that creates a yeah a paranormal element 
Not to mention worship. the deaths, Kendall and Washburn. Well, that's the same thing. I mean, who says both the stories aren't real? Who says right. there's just one goat man? Right. Well, yeah, good point. Um, maybe maybe the keeper of the goat man is the guy that's standing on the other bridge with the two goat heads in, under his arms. Yeah, maybe they're, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's all part of the same thing. You're, I mean, the whole, the whole thing with um, Kendall, where they sewed a goat's head onto his body, that makes sense with what people are seeing. I didn't know about the one with the guy holding two severed goat heads. I didn't know about that site. Yeah. So, yeah. Leave me alone. They Leave both me alone. be there. I mean, I know they're both there, but Leave. maybe they're throwing that that vision up. He said, leave me alone. Leave who alone? What's your name? Are you Jack? Are you Oscar? Are you Steve? Or are you Steve? <laughs> maybe Steve's the guy holding with the two go-hits. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting. I think that whole area. I mean, you can probably. I don't want to say investigate, but travel. Coffin. coffin. I said coffin. Leave me alone, coffin. <coughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't. That's weird. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can probably like traverse that whole area and, and see some see some shit. I don't think it necessarily has to be right at the bridge. I mean, it's a pretty good I don't good think you have to be area. right at the bridge, no. I think because especially, well, Jack Kendall was not killed on the bridge. He was killed close by. Yeah. But he wasn't killed there. The only one that at least the legend says for sure is Oscar Washburn was yeah. hung from the bridge. Yeah. But was he? He was thrown off the bridge, but when they looked over, he wasn't even in the noose. He wasn't. He wasn't there. So, yeah, did he slip out of the noose? Get washed down the river? I don't know. I, that's because if I remember right, watching the Ghost Adventure shows, that's not like a a big running river. At least not during spring summertime when they were out there no well yeah it's called a creek for for a reason it's yeah like, it's just a little but it, they had to build a bridge because it's a wide opening just a little bit of water so i mean eventually i probably was like a lot of water running through there at one point in time mm-hmm. but nowadays it's more of a creek but you know what happened to them that, that that's I don't know. I want to go there. I and mean, it's really not that far away from me. <laughs> I mean, it's Denton, Texas. Yeah. It's like a 10-hour trip. There's another place in Texas I want to check out, too, though. That's that uh, uh, that railroad bridge where the kids 
put their hands on your car? Like people literally cover their car with flour or whatnot or baby oh. powder. And they, when they, yeah, like you take your, you, you put your car in neutral and your car will literally go over the railroad track still. When you get out, you can actually see handprints on the back of the car where they pushed it. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, I'll check that place out too. Yeah. I thought they debunked that. Did they debunk that? Yeah. I remember seeing a lot actually, of videos on there. Yeah, there was a there was a show called um, um Factor Fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah. And one of the things Man. that they did was that um basement again. That thing. And they did all the things. They put flour. Um, but one of the things that they did was they completely wiped down half the car. Yeah, yeah. And and then put the flour down. Yeah. And let it go and it went over the railroad tracks. Yeah. But only the half that they didn't wipe showed fingerprints. Which is probably the fingerprints from them touching the car to begin with. Exactly. It's their oil. Yeah. You don't see it right away with the when you sprinkle the powder on it. Yeah. But it's the oil soaks in later on. And then but they actually you know, it's an optical illusion. They actually did the geological measurement and it's actually downhill even yeah. though it doesn't look like it it's downhill to the railroad tracks so not to not to burst your bubble your bubble there bro but it's um <laughs> uh, i think they debunked I think I it do. i think i remember that i think i remember that episode i did like factor fishing it was like a group of yeah. was it like a group of like what four yeah a group of four? you know like a stuntman and an fbi agent yeah. and a, a journalist and uh, uh, a couple uh, other dudes, and they go and investigate, you know, yeah. scientists and things like that, and they go and investigate and try to recreate certain things, and they find out whether it's, you know, fact or it's faked or it's, you know, it's a hoax or they couldn't disprove it or things yeah. like that. They try different experiments to see if they can recreate it. I think I remember that actual episode. They had, a, I mean, there was a lot of videos on that one for uh, people's cars going over that thing. I, did, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Or the water going uphill. I like that one. It's, I mean, it's an optical illusion, but yeah. until you actually... Well, no. It, in California, up by... I want to think it's on the way to Tahoe. There is, is... I can't remember if it's 50. I think it is 50. There is a creek that travels uphill. And you can literally put a leaf, a feather, something that floats, and you will watch it go uphill. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And you know the weirder part? They have two videos of highway patrolmen, and they put their cars in neutral, and their cars moved uphill. Yeah. There's a... I, they say it's a magnetic thing. <clears throat> Um, what was it? I was I was on a road and I can't remember where it was. I was really young. And I'd like to think it was in Nevada somewhere where they actually have signs up saying to put your car in neutral and even though you're going uphill, you can just you just roll on up the hill. Oh wow. 
Um, I know they don't. They probably don't have anything like that anymore. But they used to have signs that say, "Put your car in neutral and 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 roll up the hill." And I remember we did that, and it was just a trip. I think I was like six. Oh wow! I think I was like I think I was like five or six, and I, I remember that. But I don't remember where it was. But considering my age, I'm thinking it was Nevada because I was born in Reno, and I didn't move to Washington until I was eight. So yeah. I think it was somewhere in Nevada. They say those places, it's uh, more of a geomagnetic pull than anything else. Yep. That's interesting. Um, and then there's that, uh, that place in Oregon where a bunch of ley lines cross. Yeah, um, down there by Bent, Oregon. Yeah. I want to go. Did you ever watch that Ghost Mine show? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. That was a good one. That was I a, enjoyed that a lot. I, I actually did enjoy that one. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, there was a, I, boy every every time I would get wind of a new paranormal show, I would always record it. And um, yeah, I remember Ghost Mine, which was really interesting. And um, they had another one. And it was, God, I can't remember the, I don't, I don't think it was called ghost town, but it was a town where the mayor brought a paranormal team in to investigate the whole town. Out there in Pennsylvania? I guess. I, I think it's Northern Pennsylvania. Something, something like that. I remember that show. Uh, and they were like. It was like a four-part series, wasn't it? If I remember right. Yeah, it was like I think it was like eight, like eight or maybe, nine. Episodes. Maybe it was, it was eight like, or nine episodes. But yeah, I remember that show. It was. That was actually a really good show. It was. It was really. It was really cool how, how in depth they went in, and they would, you know, they'd get a call, they go and investigate, they do some research. Yeah, I mean, they were in. I guess. What the sheriff of that area is the one that called him in and. It was, I first, think it was the mayor. Was it the mayor? Well, the, I, I, thought think it was the, the, I think it was the sheriff. But I think the sheriff. Because I remember the made, sheriff I was think, like, like he was dispatching all the calls because he was always getting right. crazy calls. He was always getting crazy paranormal calls that his deputies couldn't do anything about. I I definitely remember that. But I think the mayor, maybe I think he complained to the mayor, and the mayor brought in the paranormal team. Yeah, something like that. But anyway. And they were funded by the town, and I can't, I can't remember the name of the town, God. but it was, it was really cool. And it, they were able to trace. Do they trace that freaking underground tra- water? Yeah, all the way to the the next town. Yeah, who, it, who literally was like, no, they're like they don't report stuff, but then they find out, no, they're having even more shit going. They're on. having even more paranormal. <laughs> Stuff going on, and then they didn't keep the series going, and yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" I remember, man, I'm trying to remember who was in that one. That I mean, because one of them was pretty a pretty well known in, uh, investigator, if I remember right. Yeah. God, what was the name of that show? That was that was a good show. Yeah, it was only like an eight part series, and and I don't know, they kind of left it open ended. It really, right. 
it just kind of, I don't know. That was, that was a good show. I, I did like that one. All right, so Goatman Bridge. <laughs> Get off on these little tangents here. <laughs> what do you think? Where do you, honestly, where do you think would probably be the most, I don't want to say most haunted, but probably the most nerve-wracking spot in that area? you think it'd be more on the bridge, or do you think it'd be under the bridge? I think it'd be, under, be, under, it. Think it'd be think under, it'd be under it. Yeah, I think it'd be under the bridge, too. Ghosts hey. of Morgan City. Is that what it was? I think, yeah, I think that's it. Because it was on Travel Channel too, wasn't it? Yes. I think it was Pennsylvania. I know it was the Eastern State, all right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that was it. That sounds familiar. It has one of the guys from the, um, from the factor, from the factor faked. Yeah. Show. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the, the former the, FBI agent. Yeah, I think that was that's the, who I remembered. Not to continue on that tangent, but it was kind of bugging me. Um, but yeah, no, Goatman Bridge, because that's where I saw what I can only term as a demon um, was under the bridge when Jay was casting that spell. Doing something he had no business doing. <laughs> Which one is Jay's kind of the scruffy looking guy, right? Um, yeah. I mean they all kind of look scruffy. Except for Zach. And and Billy usually clean shaven. Jay Jay's but the guy after, that you look at, you're like, Yeah, that dude plays D and D. Yes. That dude, that dude smokes weed and plays D&D. Yeah, do so Absolutely. Plays <laughs> for sure. See you. I see you too. I really don't, but <laughs> I'm glad you see me. I see you. That's fine. Dave sees you. Yep. Oh, man. My eye <laughs> just started itching too right when, I started, when that came through. <laughs> oh, It's a... Uh... Yeah, that that's kind of funny though. <laughs> He's the one that you look at. You're like, you play D and D, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You play D and D. You're you're up late at night doing yeah. stuff. Well, because he's like he's when he started dabbling in magic. I'm like, oh, dude, if you do not know what you're doing, yeah. And as always, I read about it. This you're gonna bring a world of hurt. <clears throat> you're doing rituals that you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. It's like it's where you you know just enough to be dangerous. Yeah, where uh God, where were the where were they at? Uh was it Elron not Elron Hubbard's house? Although, oh that was an interesting one too, but uh Yeah, the Dionysia that was a That's a creepy dude. That was the other guy, uh yeah. the other cultist. 
God, for some reason, not his, not Crash, right? No, 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 not Waco or um, Jonestown. The God, for some reason, his the his name is just escaping my mind for some reason. Help me out here, Ghost Tube. What was his name that I'm thinking of right now? God. See you. I know you see me. You said that already. <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name, but when they went to his house and he performed that ritual over by the freaking rock, I was like, you you shouldn't be doing that. Because <laughs> they found something buried there by the rock. And so he's like, "Well, I know how to, I know how to put it back." And 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 he started going through the. I was like, "Oh, this is not good." This, this, you, yeah, don't show yep. this part. There was a, yeah. There was like a like an altar that was cracked. Yeah. And there was yeah there was a. That the. Uh, one of the things that like happened is that, it was like an offering. Yeah, and one of the girls, one of the things bag is with the like girl a chicken got, bone and some. Yeah, definitely crap a bird's bone. Yeah, I don't know if it was chicken yeah. bone, but it was definitely a bird's bone. Chicken bone or some kind of bird bone or something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I, <clears throat> he started doing that. Yeah, that was like, one of that was one of the places I was trying to look up when I was coming up with the three. Um. Places that we I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't. I couldn't remember who it was. I couldn't. And I can't remember. It's for I'm just drawing a blank of where that was. But I remember the story of that chick when she went into the forest, just past that altar, and she's like, "I don't even remember walking into the forest." And all my friends were freaking out. And then she remembers seeing the image of the dude and make and him making her kneel in front of her in front of him. She had a pretty good story. I don't know if it was true or not, but it she had a pretty hmm. good she had a pretty good little uh story for the for the for the show. I got it. I got <clears throat> into this group here, uh, uh Colorado Paranormal. And there's a person, a uh, woman in the group that actually does the ghost tours up in Denver. I'm trying to get her to come on the show. I think that'd be interesting. I mean, <laughs> all right. So, what is your takeaway from Goatman's Bridge, the old Alton Bridge? I guess I guess my biggest takeaway is that, that place scares me. And not many haunted places do that. Well, I, well, you saw the thing during the show though. I didn't see that. Yeah. So I don't have that that scare factor of that place. I have yeah. more of so, a So I I want to go there. 
just to see if if I can fight something like that, if I can combat something like that. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I've never dealt with anything that powerful before. Yeah. yeah demons are not a joke, man. Uh, no. No, they're nasty. And if you, you know, I'm sorry. If you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. Yeah. And if you believe in angels, you have, you have to, to believe, believe in, in demons. demons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, it doesn't matter what if you're Christian. It doesn't matter what religion doesn't matter you belong what religion. to. Religion. Um, or, or even if you're just more like me, more of a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Where if you believe in one God, you believe in all gods. I, that's kind of how I've always kind of seen it. Like, and and, and right. I never, I never put the, it that way till somebody said that to me. Right. Well, <clears throat> the similarities are uncanny. Oh, what the religions? Between, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, you know, there's no way. I mean, it, it could absolutely be the same. Oh yeah, being well, you know, and, and you know, going back to and you have the old, times, you have the old you know. gods, and then you have God, and and yeah. I I brought up the fact that you know you, he literally put it in his own Ten Commandments: Thou shalt not cover another god before me. He's literally telling you, yeah, there's other gods out there. You're just not allowed there's to worship gods. them. Don't believe in them. You're not allowed to worship yeah. them. You're only allowed to worship me. Right. <laughs> So he's already telling you, hey, the old gods are there. I'm just the god. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the one that's out now. I'm so badass I don't have a name. <laughs> that's yeah, what he, that's basically what he's saying. I don't I don't need a name. I don't have a specialty. Yeah. I'm just the <laughs> I'm god. The god. And, and so like I've always and I've always seen it that way, but and it wasn't until I, you know, really like, cause I've read the Bible multiple times just because I like to have, if I'm going to have a educated conversation or even an argument with someone that's religious, I need to know, excuse me, know where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to read, I actually want to read the Quran just because I want to know where they're coming from. Um, cause you have, it's, it's the Extremists, same stuff and then you that's have, in the Bible. Yeah, it, it, that's in the Book of Mormon. It's all, it's yeah, all the same. Yeah. Um, the Torah, it's all the same. Yeah, it's the only the only difference is the interpretation of it. Yeah, and I got into that argument too. I was like, you can have seven yeah. different people read the same chapter verse inside the Bible and come off with seven different meanings of what they just read. It's all exactly. about interpretation of the word. And that's where you get all the different the, religions. The different religions. Because religion is man's interpretation of faith. Yeah. So Although I don't yeah, like the King like James said, version because just for the simple fact that King James literally didn't like what they said about him in the original Bible, so he rewrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like they're making me sound like an asshole. We got to fix this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's I don't know. It's religions are are, are are a whole different subject. I mean, religions religions are but dangerous. I, 
and that's why I don't like call. And I'm very much not religious. I very much don't believe in organized no. religion because um, no. I just they, they I don't. more they seem I more don't. cultish to me than anything when you start organizing people like that. But I'm a very spiritual person, so it's not that yes. I don't because a lot of people, you know, when people do you believe in God? I usually Catherine. tell them no. Catherine, well, hello, Catherine. That's the second time. Catherine, you've come do you in believe here, in God? But I haven't heard from you in a while, Catherine. Oh, um, yeah. But it, I don't but, know. I've I just so they think I'm more of an atheist because I don't necessarily believe in God. I I believe in all of them. I guess I think they're they all exist. I think they're all there. Yeah. So you're. I'm more of a more heathen of, than anything. I was gonna say you're more of an agnostic. But it's funny because I because if I was, you know, I have not practiced a religion since I was twelve. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the same. And way. it's and I, I have no problem with people that do. It doesn't bother oh, me. No. I just figured that, you know, and it was. This is coming from. I would go to. Um. Mormon Sunday school. Mm-hmm. So my father's side of the family is all Mormon. Yeah, you know my mom. <laughs> my, 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 maternal, <laughs> my, my maternal my maternal grandparents were Jewish. Oh wow! And my mother was Baptist. Oh, gee. so yeah, you got it from all. Angles. Imagine imagine going to three different Sunday schools teaching you three different things about the same damn book. Yeah. And so I, you know, I would go, yeah, I would go from Sunday school class to Sunday school class, three different religions at the same time. And I, by the time I was 12, my, um, my Baptist minister, the one that my mother went to, yeah, was arrested for child molestation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I went, what am I doing? Yeah. So then the whole thing about the false prophets oh, yeah. kind of came to light for me. And I chose to believe the way I want to believe. Oh, yeah. I have my own interpretation of faith. And when they have these, this test that you can take online, you know, answering questions about how you view death, how you view this, how you view that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it would tell you, and it basically says, here's, you know, the most likely religion that you are. Yeah. And um, I came up as neo-pagan. Neo-pagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heathenism. <laughs> because I, I, you know, I am a firm believer in, in nature and, and I, I believe in reincarnation. I think it would be pointless for a soul to live one life, that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Um, and if if God is so infallible, he would have thought of that. Yeah. No, it's, it, I mean, I have a very strong mixture of, when it, when it comes to like what I follow, sits more on that Native American heathenism. Oh, yeah religious style but yeah 
Me too. But I at the same yeah. time, I'm I'm very much, as much as I'm not religious, I believe that they all exist. Right. And then that show, uh, what's that show on stars? Uh, oh, God. It's about the old gods, too. That the American gods? American the gods, yeah. yeah. That's, I still love the actor, uh, the main actor who plays Zeus in that. Uh, came out. I was like, oh my God, the old god. It's basically a show about the old gods trying to fight their way back to get worshipers again, basically. and not, yeah. and not But they're not fighting God. They're actually fighting the new god, which is technology. And they literally say technology has a god in itself. I mean, it's a it's a good show. I I, I was like, wow, that was yeah. a crazy spin. That was good. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I know we got off on the spiritual, you know, yeah. tangent so there. What's, but what's your take about Goatman Bridge? What's your? I definitely I, there's definitely something there. I don't necessarily th- know, you know, who exactly is the Goatman. Um, mm-hmm. couple different theories out there. You have, of course, Oscar, Jack, and then, of course, when they bring up the vision of the Saturn, I, it could be something completely different, or it could be both of them. And like I said, mm-hmm. it, it's, I th- definitely think there's something there. Um, it's one of those places that there's just too much going on for there not to be. Yeah. Definitely a place I would, like I said, I'd love to go walk that bridge, go underneath that bridge, check everything out, head over to Old Alton and, and check that cemetery and church out. I mean, it's, it, it's, it would be a, it would be a good trip to go over there and, and check that place out. I, I just don't, you saw something I didn't see. So I don't have that necessary fear of the place. Mm. Um, and I understand why you would have that fear, but I, like I said, it's for you. Yeah, you have that fear of the place, but it's more of a uh, a fear of with whether or not you could beat it or not. You know, withstand yeah. withstand that. <clears throat> it's like it's like standing toe to toe with the guy you're getting ready to fight. You don't know if you're going to beat him, yeah. so you got that little bit of whoo flutter in your heart for it. But <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I, I definitely exactly. I can definitely was- understand that. <laughs> Yeah, it was the first place I thought of when we were coming up with locations. That was, yeah. This was the first one. Because, yeah, yeah I this was, I don't know. Yeah, if, no, it's... If, there's, if there is what I think there is there, I don't know if I'm strong enough. Well, that's the thing. I think there is more than just the goat men there. Yeah. Because of I'm absolutely the surrounding sure area and what people have done there. Yes. Um, especially if the satanic worship that was done there, if they actually knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. I, I would, I would love to go check that place out. And like I said, it's, it's not that far away from me. I mean, Denton, Texas, it's like, like I said, like 10 hour drive. It's not that far. It'd be a good. It would be a good place to 
It might be longer than 10 hours. But it'd still be worth the trip. And then Denton, Denton itself, like the city of Denton has like four or five more hot spots in that city. So you can go spend a week there and just, yeah. I mean, they got quite a bit of, of stuff going on in Denton, Texas itself. But yeah, I think, I think my big thing would be if I went there, it would be to go to the Goatman bridge and go to Alton itself and see what is coming through. And of course, you know, run the app. And I, I would literally I would literally wipe my SD card or even bring a backup SD card just so I can record everything. Cause you can record everything that happens on that. Whether you're running the SLS or or, or just through the the regular ghost tube where it picks up the MF and talks to you. So I'm out. Hmm. Bring an extra SD card. For me, it's a 21-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> 21 hours, that sounds about right. Yep. Oh. Okay. So that might that might be a fly for me if I'm gonna yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. Take unless you want to unless you want to come pick me up yeah. and we'll do a we'll do it, a it, we'll do a tour nowadays. It'd probably be cheaper to fly. I'll pick probably you up cheaper and, to fly. I'll pick you up in Dallas Fort Worth, buddy. <laughs> we'll drive the rest of the way. <laughs> Throw your bags in the back. Let's go. <laughs> yep. All right. So with that being said. I think it's time for another quick break. And then when we come back, we'll go ahead and talk about Highway 666, also known as Route 49. Be right back, guys. All right. Me. Hey. Right, right. Can you hear me? Just one of those, right? Right when I got up, it came up and said, "Help me." <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> so Catherine needs help. Catherine needs help. Okay. Hopefully she doesn't need help going potty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be right back, guys. Sorry. <laughs>
Sorry, ever since Catherine's had helped me, I've had Trent Reznor stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm like, I know that song. Oh. So Highway 666. Mm-hmm. A 200-mile stretch of road from Utah to New Mexico. Which runs through the actual four corners of Utah, New Mexico, Colorado, and Arizona. Yeah, so this is reasonably close to you. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty darn close to me. Now, <clears throat> so, I mean, it was it was Highway 666 forever um, since mm-hmm. they built this highway. Which was a weird, I don't know, it's kind of weird that they would actually give this highway this number, right? It, it, I don't understand the purpose of why they gave it Highway 666, but basically, I don't, religious people didn't like the name of the highways, so in 2003 is actually when they... When they Turned changed it, it to Route to 491. Yep. The crazy thing is, though, is when they did change it to Route 49, 491, the amount of accidents and deaths on that highway dramatically reduced when they changed it to 491. It reduced when it went to 491. Right. Went down. That's right. Which, I mean, in, a lot of people think that that could just be more the psychological effect that the name of the highway to begin with was putting on people. So people um, drive more carefully? or Yeah, and then some people believe that because it was no longer named Highway 666, yeah. it did and not they were, attract. There were also safety improvement projects they did. So oh, they, oh, they yeah. thought that that might have been a factor as well. Yeah, they did a lot of safety improvements when they did all that. Uh, so what were the what were the big stories or the big things that stuck out to you when you looked up Highway 666? I'm not counting on it. Route 491. It'll always be. I mean, ACDC wrote a song about it. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the one that stuck out is the story that involves an ominous black sedan that appears to charge individuals driving along the stretch of road. Yeah, to the point where they They're, pull over yeah. and either there's literally the car's gone or it literally flies by them. Flies by him. That was a and there's a there's a show called Paranormal Caught on Camera. Yeah, yeah. And in one of the episodes, they dash cam footage show 
you know, group of kids that are driving along and they've got a dash cam and you could see this car following them, turning around when they turn around, chasing them. They try to do a three-point turn in the road and the black sedan's coming right at them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I... I mean, I think, God, I think I actually remember that episode too. <laughs> so that's uh, that's something that's interesting. The Hounds of Hell one was kind of interesting too. The pack of dogs yeah. that really didn't matter how fast you drove, they could keep up with you, and have been known to have razor-like teeth to blow out your tires. Or to the point where they would jump in through the windshield and maul you to death, causing the accident and, of course, killing you at the same time. But I think the most interesting one is the disappearances and the loss of time. Like, they have... There's disappearances where they found the car with nobody or they found items from the person but the car's completely gone or the person completely disappeared and showed up like 10 hours later not realizing he's been gone for 10 hours i mean there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of there's actually quite a bit of stories on that one and a lot of people realizing that they drove 200 miles are there farther (laughs) okay Farther than 200 miles. <laughs> according, according to your... <laughs> according to the... Farther than 200 according miles. According to... Ghost tube here, um, it's farther than 200 miles. But literally a 200-mile stretch would take you three and a half hours if you were doing 65. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the yeah. speed limit on that road. Uh, let's say it's 65. That's three and a half hours, 200 miles. If maybe, right around there. Right, maybe a little less. Um, there but people also, are taking like um, taking seven hours to drive that road, and they're like, "There's no way in hell I should have been on this road for seven hours." Yeah. Um, there's also reports of skinwalkers on that road. It's a little bit of a Native American hit. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up. So yeah, skinwalkers actually oh, yeah. Is, a, is another big one there. Ah. Uh, and skinwalkers is interesting because they, you know, they say they appear, of course, as other animals and such not. And they literally jump in front of the cars that give you as a warning to quit driving down the road, stay off our land type deal. And if you don't heed to those warnings, then one of them will literally appear in the back of your back seat or your passenger seat, depending on what seats are available, and try to possess the actual driver of the vehicle. Yeah, I mean that's a huge skinwalkers is a huge legend in, in Native American culture. But I was kind of letting that sit there to see if you bring that up before me. So. <laughs> oh yeah, and so then you have the the sad little girl that disappears when people will actually stop and go to see if she's okay. Mm-hmm. Is that? And then yeah, the, the pale spirit. Yeah, that's and, the that's the story of the pale spirit. Yeah, and then you have um, the evil believed truck to be that of a young girl that is typically seen standing on the side of the road in a gown that is white in color. Of course, you know, woman in white. Um, 
yeah, that's definitely not a not a malevolent spirit. No, I wouldn't say malevolent, but it's yeah. But it's, they said that's know, another... the, they said that is like the only stories that they have for the spirits on yeah Howie six 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 that isn't malevolent. That isn't that bad. Isn't. That, the only the only decent one. The only decent one is the, the only girl actual on the side of the nice room. you know nice spirit. The only Casper of yeah. the group is yeah. this girl. Yeah, and then you got the um, evil truck driver. The, yeah, the evil truck driver. I was just gonna get to that. You beat me to it. Um, <clears throat> Who's been known to literally hit people's cars? Right. They said and run them off the road. But he travels yeah. back and forth on highway uh, the two hundred miles on. Highway 666. That, that. So the other thing that blows my mind, I don't want to say blows my mind, but is interesting about this highway and going through the Four Corners. Four Corners is like a huge, huge hotspot for uh, UFO and alien activity. Yes. Like a lot of people believe that the four corners, because the way the way lines connect there, create an actual uh, power that allows them to interdimensional travel and literally just bleep out of, out of thin air. There, I mean, there's a huge theory on that. But when you read and and do your research about Highway Triple Six, there's no talk about any UFO activity on there, which could also coincide with the time loss and disappearances. So, I mean, are we dealing with more than one type of paranormal situation here? I guess that's that's my question to you. Do you think it's more than just a spiritual paranormal situation, but also more an alien UFO type of paranormal situation that's going on here? Uh, yeah, I've, I think, and there are many... There's many debates. I'm almost as many debates about paranormal as there are about aliens and about UFOs. Um, I myself have seen a UFO when I was 14, so I believe in them, and I believe there's absolutely alien activity all over the planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that area of land is just. You um, a friend. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's just fr- I am a friend. Flat. It's just. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, the 200 mile stretch road, there's just nothing. Yeah, it's, it's just, just desert. It's just desert. And yeah. Yeah, it's just. So, yeah, and there's nobody around. There is a lot <laughs> so, of unexplained car breakdowns, too. Like, there's no reason. Like, the car breaks down, they get it, they finally get a tow truck out there, they tow them all in, they. Shop finds nothing wrong with the car. They literally start the car up and the customer drives away. Yeah. A lot of that, well, they attribute some of that or they believe some of it has to do with the evil, the evil truck driver. Yeah. Um, where, you know, cars have been known to overheat and get flat tires. 
Um, but yeah, it's strange, you know, but the loss of time is significant. You know, that's like one of the main as a huge symptoms or side effects of, abduction, of alien abduction. Of abduction, yeah. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. And of course, disappearance or, or too. Or the I fourth mean, kind. Yeah. That's what, that's what the close encounter of the fourth kind is, yeah. is, is alien abduction. abduction yeah. Which I, I, I have seen UFOs three times in my life, and only once was I under the influence <laughs> I do need to point that out. Only once was I under the influence. Only, only once was I, um, and that was an interesting night altogether. But I did see. Well, I yeah, might have talked to an alien. Was, you know, I don't know. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was one time where I was with your brother and Kevin and several other friends. And let's just say that there was some experimentation going on. Of course. But not by uh, me, because <laughs> I didn't do any of that stuff back yeah. then. But your brother told me that I look like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's he, funny. <laughs> he's like. Do those ears hurt, Dave? And he's like <laughs> touching the top of my head, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You got ears. You look like Roger uh, Rabbit." And he just like, uh, "Michael down at Sugar Cubes." Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he, and then he disappeared. We have no, we had no idea where he went for like four hours, and then we found him sleeping under my futon in the <laughs> living room of my apartment. <laughs> I have no idea how he got under there because that futon's like three inches off the ground. <laughs> he rolled it up like a blanket. <laughs> but he like snuck in behind and then tucked himself in underneath it. That's funny. <laughs> I'm sitting there with Kevin and the only thing I, I kept doing was um, VO and 7. Oh, and yeah. they kept refilling my glass without my knowing it. <laughs> so I, it, I had no it's idea magic. that I was that I had more than one. I thought I was like, man, I'm I'm not drinking this very fast. And <laughs> giggling at, and they just kept refilling it when my back was turned. Um. So yeah, good times. Uh. But yeah, under the influence or not, and like I said, I I saw there was a a report of. UFO Evan. lights here um, recently within the last couple of months. Uh, I didn't actually see it. This happened in early May, and they believe it was the the satellite array that Elon Musk shot into space or moved around or something. Well, uh, Musk did something about two months ago. Yeah, it was yeah. May. It was like yeah. the first week of May. Yep, I mean uh, you could see it actually pretty clearly from here. Yeah, yeah, there was like. 70 satellites launched 70 yeah, of them. Yeah, it was just like perfectly yeah, synced, think, perfectly spaced out. It was it freaked a lot yeah, of people out here. Yeah, it was just here. one right after another just flying across the sky. It was a trip. Yeah, I had a lot of people like cuz I didn't see it. You know, I was I don't remember what I was doing that night, but I go to work the next morning and I haven't checked Facebook or anything yet. And I stop at my gas station here. And they know I, I do this show. And they're like, did you see? He's like, hey, you, you do that show, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, did you see what happened last night? I was like, 
So they tell me about it. I was like, let me look into it. Literally took me five seconds to find out what it was, but I was like, yeah, hey, you guys are okay. So it said seven, yeah. and now it just said be quiet. <laughs> See? Be quiet. No more talking. No more talking for me. Uh, but no, I, I, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of weird shit that happens on that highway. Yeah. For sure. Isn't that one of the ones where there's the the ghost light or the the light that just appears on the horizon? You have no idea where it's coming from? Yeah. 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 There's like a couple of spots in the U.S. where that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think around the Four Corners is one of those spots. Yeah. But it, it's kind of crazy. Like the Four Corners itself is like a huge, huge there- Per, yeah, uh, there's UFO. just it's that would be that would be a place where I would go just because of the variety. Well, they say there's of of experiences and <clears throat> events that it, can happen along that 200 mile stretch. Yeah, they say that it's like a a central point for all the ley lines, the four corners, and that's why that they totally say it creates this huge magnetic field. Like they literally say, like if and I don't know if it's true. I, I still have yet to go there. I want to go there, but, like, it's been closed. Like, I was going to take a trip, but it's been closed because of COVID. But it, it they say, like, you get a really weird feeling when you're standing right there where they all connect. But they have literally had reports of UFO, UFO craft just blinking out of existence over the top of the four corners. And they say there's it's, it's like a... Uh, energy boost for the ships to where they can just travel interdimensionally or, or wormholely or whatever you want to call it. But, and I don't, I don't know if when I look at the time loss, I, I think that might be the most interesting factor on this. Don't get me wrong. I have, I don't want to discredit anybody that's seen the black sedan or, or the, evil truck driver or anything like that, especially like, especially the skinwalkers kind of a huge believer in those. Um, but I think the time loss and disappearance is the thing that sticks out for me on, out of all the stories that I've been reading just because of where this highway is located and what it drives through. Mm-hmm. It's just too close to that power structure, I guess, is what I'm saying. And it's weird. I mean, they're not even the number, which is with how much, like, the big news stories that you've had through Arizona and New Mexico with UFO encounters and lights in the sky, they're not even considered, like, number one in the world for, or in the United States for uh, UFO activity. I can't remember which one it was. I think I got my old notes sitting here. Oh my gosh, my fingers would work. What did they say? Oh, yeah, Idaho, number one. 
Makes sense. That's where my brother lives. <laughs> Montana's number two. Again, makes sense. <laughs> well, New Mexico is fifth, and Arizona isn't even in the top ten. I was shocked, though, that Colorado was 17th. And Alaska, is that right? Alaska? No, Texas. Texas is 50th. But I would have thought, I mean, New Mexico, yeah, being top in the top 10, well, ranked fifth uh, for sightings. And Colorado <laughs> ranks it night. It said night. Well, good night. Have a great night. Uh, I think it's, I think it's interesting that this is starting to talk more when we're talking about aliens. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I what do you think? I mean, do you think Highway Triple Six has more of the paranormal persuasion, or do you think it's more? Alien in nature, I or huh. a mixture. I mean, I could very well be a mixture I, of both, but it could very well be. And I and I think it's the well, it's the mix, mixture of both that appeals to me the most. Um, because again, you have all that power from the way lines that can definitely attract the paranormal very much i mean right because i mean just as much as limestone or running water or copper can attract the paranormal um these ley lines there's an unbelievable amount of energy that comes off of them especially when they cross and and this goes back there's a place in oregon where like a like a whole bunch of ley lines cross. Yeah. And everything's bass backwards there. I want to say it's like stuff goes uphill. There's um there's little there's cabins that are at a slant but you stand straight up in them. There's um and I can't remember the place off the top of my head. But one of the most important things about it is that there's no birds. Yeah, this is Oregon. There's trees all over the place. There's no birds in this spot. I think my kids had a field trip there. I think I know what you're talking about. Like this, I think Erica ended up going with them. Hmm. Yeah, that's a place I've always wanted to go. You stand in one spot, and you're six inches taller and five foot away. You're six inches shorter. Yeah. (laughs) But the ground is level. Put the ground level. Crazy stuff. But I think there's there's absolutely um and likewise spirits feed off of energy just as alien spacecraft would need energy for propulsion. Yeah. Yeah. No, that so and that's a natural energy that's always there in abundance. Yeah, it's yeah, it's is not it, going it's anywhere. Something that we can do to power a city? No, but you know, I'm sure if aliens can do faster than light travel and they can travel through space, they figured um, something out. They they have a way to tap into that. It only makes sense. 
it's it's only logical to to assume that the ley lines there and I don't think it's so much the highway being named 666. I think a lot of the reduction in fatalities after the change to 491 have to do with the safety features they put in place and that people weren't so darn crazy on that road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or even just, you know, the safety measure, the safer the cars got too throughout the years. Very good point. Airbags. See you. I see you too. You know, they require seatbelts now. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Even though, uh, but yeah, they changed the name in 2003. By then, we were. Yeah, we safety had, regulations. We were, were starting to have really good protection. <clears throat> Pretty soon, we're going to be wrapped in styrofoam on the inside of the car <laughs> if we get an accident. Like Demolition Man. Demolition Man. man. <laughs> I I have no doubt that that's going to happen oh, at some I, point. I they're, figure they're going to figure the, something out how to do something like that. They're going to figure something some way to fill the car up with foam uh, as you're in getting in an accident in a split second. Well, the problem Just, is the problem with foam. It is highly flammable. <laughs> so they're going to have to figure something out. Besides foam, the 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 wrap me in before I jump in there in a combustible vehicle. I don't care if it's a battery operated Tesla or a gas guzzling GMC truck. Um, it's both very explosive. <laughs> I mean, if you can watch a battery, a freaking uh, one of those say not segways, but what do they call them, little two wheel things, all the kids are riding nowadays. Uh, uh, the hoverboard hoverboards, thing? those can just blow up while charging or while you're driving down the riding down the freaking sidewalk on one. Um, imagine what a Tesla would do. <laughs> right. <laughs> while you're just driving down the road because the battery got too hot, you know. <laughs> I that's the things I think of about these electric cars. I'm like, batteries blow up in heat. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like a Toyota Prius, there's like like eight batteries. Yeah, oh, yeah. In that so much. Yeah, I mean, it's it I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one. I, I really am. I, yeah. I'm I'm just waiting for that one. But <clears throat> that the wrapping me in foam and something that could explode is not very appealing to me. <laughs> You ever take a hammer to a battery? <laughs> I mean, no, I've never done that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, electrical vehicles are all great and all, but, yeah, they can blow up just as easy as a gasoline car. And wrapping me in foam like in Demolition Man does not seem like a proper way of, of shielding me. You better figure out something different. <laughs> yeah. Because as far as I know, they have not created foam that doesn't melt and catch fire and melt fastly. Yeah, and stick to you while it's melting. Not yeah. like, not like that. Yeah. Say so I, because you know how they use they use CO two foam to put out fires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I think that's usually you can used for modify fires. the molecular structure just a little bit and make that a little bit more solid. 
So any car fire, it'll put that out. Plus, yeah, because it's an electrical fire, especially if it's you know battery, you know, because those are all electrical vehicles in demolition, man. Yeah, uh, you know, so it, even though it looked like a Volkswagen, so that's what I'm bed. thinking. CO2 foam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stay away all from right. cell thirteen. Yeah, stay away from cell thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. Yeah. That's that's my my advice for the evening. <laughs> but, but you know what's yeah, funny? I mean, There's not a lot of UFO uh, sightings on Highway 666. Now I'm I was just looking that up. In fact, and aside from the you know, there's a lot of missing time and stuff, but they're attributing that to the paranormal. Yeah. Because they're... that's what they see more than anything is the paranormal stuff. That's an interesting, that's an interesting place, no doubt. I Have you ever been on 666? No. I've never taken that road. I'm going to have to check that out and maybe drive that road to Vegas. Drop down from here and hit that road. Why? Well, I guess it runs north and south, doesn't it? Yeah, because Route 491, the odd number, it runs north and south. Right. So basically, I'd head over to shoot over to Utah and drop down on six six six, and then down into New Mexico, and then take a right and head over to Vegas. Probably add a couple hours on my trip, but it might be worth it just to see what the hell's going on there. <clears throat> I don't know. Is Anybody that listens to the show, have they ever taken Route 666, whether before they changed the name before 2003 or even after 2003 when they changed it to 491? Message me. Hit me up. You can go to the Spirits page, Spirits with Spirits page on Facebook. You can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Twitch. Email me. I don't care. Text me. I don't care. Let me know. Don't care. Message us. <laughs> I just, I just want to know, because I don't know anybody that's actually driven down that road. Honestly, I don't think I do. Because it, de- it's definitely not. If it was an east and west road, because I know Highway sixty six is an east and west road. Yes. But 666 was the north-south. North-south. Which is really weird because odd, odd highways are north-south, but this was 666. And it was... Right. Or, but it was north-south, not east-west. 
I think that's a little weird in itself that they named it Highway 666. Mm-hmm. I, and I was trying to find out why they would give it that number. It's not like they ran out of numbers. <laughs> Especially when that highway was built. I don't know. That's, that's I think the four corners, I think, is, is what throws me on that. I didn't realize that it actually ran through the actual four corners there. Yeah. That means it has to be really close to the actual Colorado-Utah border. I didn't want to know where that's at now. Like I said, I've never, never gotten down it. Yeah, four ninety one. Goes right through Colorado, hits Cortez. But looking at this, it's a pretty decent distance from the actual Four Corners itself. It's 160 that runs actually through the Four Corners. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, that well the the highway does travel through all four states if I'm reading this right, but it doesn't actually go through that that middle part. Now I want to look at it. Huh. That's <clears throat> Interesting too. I love it when the phone tells me what temperature it's going to be the next day. Mm. 105 tomorrow. Yay. It was 112 here today. It was 100, and I think they said it was 102 here today. Oh. I don't know. That's I thought. It, I th- I thought it went the way they talked about it. Went actually through the four corners. So what it does is it it goes. Into Utah, comes down into Colorado, goes down into New Mexico, and then New Mexico, and then travels back yeah. over into Arizona. Yeah, I'm trying to. Does it form a circle, or is it? I mean, it does hit. It does seem to hit all four states, but it kind of. 
doesn't look like it comes back up. No. Almost like a... Well, I guess a semicircle or... Because, it, yeah, it starts in Utah, goes over to Colorado, down to New Mexico, and then hooks into Arizona. Yeah, Gallup is when it shoots. I guess becomes 40 in Gallup in 6 So that technically doesn't actually go into Arizona at all. But it's funny that they have a lot of skinwalker activity because that's big with the Navajo Nation. Hmm. Yeah. Nope. It's, yeah, New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. I don't see any... Nothing into Arizona. Any Arizona. Turns into 40 and... Turns into the 40 before it goes into Flagstaff. Yeah. And then the 602... So really, actually, honestly, it wouldn't be that hard for me to drive down it. Because <clears throat> I can just... Yeah, it wouldn't be hard for me to go hit it at all. Just take 160 all the way to Cortez, and then hit 491 all the way down, and then take 40 in a Flagstaff, and then just keep on heading over to Vegas. <laughs> just keep on driving into Vegas, Yeah. <laughs> Already almost there. Might as well keep on going. <laughs> but that one's a 10-hour drive to me, and I can hit the end of it in New Mexico. In 10 hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're right there. Yeah, you just drive through New Mexico. Into... I just drive drive south and shoot across to Arizona. Yeah. And then on the way back, I can hit Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cortez, where 491 would pick up for me, is like five and a half hours. It's not that bad. And it's only like five and a half hours because of the mountains you have to drive through. You got to drive through the Rockies to get over to Cortez. But take 160 all the way through, that's not too bad. You actually have to go through two sets of mountains, actually. Because you have to go through the mountains for Alamosa Pass. Or actually, Levita Pass is what it's called. Which takes you down into Alamosa, Monte Vista, and you just keep on going. And then you go through the other set of the Rockies, because that's like a little valley area. And you just yep. keep on driving, I'd, go through I'd the have Rockies. To go down, yeah. I have to go down to 99 to the 58. And then cut across, and then I pick up the 40 in Arizona. Yeah, 40 straight over. That's an interstate. Yeah, that's good driving. <laughs> yeah, that's four lanes a lot of times. <laughs> oh shit! Man, it's been a long time since I've been known Flagstaff too. But man, it, I don't know. I think it would be an interesting trip to like go out to the four ninety one. Because you know it's dark as hell out there at night. And see 
what you would pick up there. I mean, I, I'd probably freak out if I saw a black sedan or a truck. Any, and you got to think there's probably truck drivers that drive that road all the time. But mm-hmm. I'd I'd probably freak out every time I saw a truck driver. Think it was the evil truck driver. <laughs> Especially at like one o'clock in the morning, but it is interesting. Yeah, it, it really does run right by Navajo Nation there in Arizona. It's like really close to the border. Yeah, it's like right there behind it. Which, <clears throat> when you think of the Skinwalkers, it, a lot of the a lot of the Skinwalker talk does come from Navajo Nation. I mean, they're the ones that put the curse on uh, the ones up by you. Uh, the natives by you. What's the natives by you that they always keep finding all the artifacts? The Yokuts. Yokuts, thank you. They're the one that put the curse on them. That's. I mean, it's interesting. It's interesting that I didn't realize the reservation was that close. The Skinwalker Ranch is right there, too. Because you look, if you look up Skinwalker Ranch, (laughs) St. John's, Arizona. Yeah, it's right there by Gallup. It's just south of where the 491 ends. Just south of the Navajo Nation. I don't know. I, I think that's a strange coincidence with what's happening on that highway with, <clears throat> one, how close it is to the Four Corners, two, how close it is to the Navajo Nation and Skinwalker Ranch to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of coincidences with what's happening on that highway. <coughs> it would freak me the hell out, though, if a freaking big-ass UFO flew over my head while I was on that, too. <laughs> like, yeah, a couple pictures, time to go. <laughs> Have you ever been to the Four Corners? No. I haven't been either. I don't know. What do you do? You, <clears throat> do you think there's lividity to the stories for Highway 666? Yeah, I think there's way too much craziness to, to think. And I, I don't think it has anything to do with the name, although I think the activity may have spurned the name. You think so that's where they I think there was, there's been activity, <clears throat> so they actually called it Highway 666 because of all the... Activity that they're having. 
the sightings and the lost time and the paranormal activity and stuff like that. Yeah, imagine what the stories could have been with like the the construction crew that was building the highway. Yeah. Be interesting. That's interesting. Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch is coming up in Utah for me. That's tripping me out. Yeah, it should be in Arizona. Fort Apache Indian Reservation. But it's in Arizona, right? Yeah. By St. Because the Navajo Nation Reservation is in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's just some other. Well, it just said we needed a jacket. It said jacket. So when we go out there in the middle of the night, make sure you wear a jacket because the desert gets cold. (laughs) I got a jealous dog. Uh, that's it's it's an interesting location for sure. I mean, it's hmm? no, it keeps it's saying Skinwalker Ranch is in Arizona. Yeah, for some I, I always Utah. thought it was in Arizona. I mean, excuse me, Skinwalker Ranch is in Utah. It keeps saying Utah. <clears throat> I just pulled it up. Recognized as the most scientifically studied paranormal hotspot on the planet, Skinwalker Ranch is a 512-acre secure site that has been monitored for decades with armed security and surveillance. This remote location was involved with a Pentagon-funded black project studying UFO activity, cattle mutilations, and strange phenomena. Well, that is weird because it's literally pulling up Skinwalker Ranch. Just south yeah. of Navajo Nation. It's, yeah. As a Skinwalker Ranch, also known as Sherman Ranch, is a property located approximately 500 on 512 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah. What is this then? Is there more than one? Because there's Fort of, just north of Fort Apache Reservation. The Hopi Reservation, Navajo Nation, Zuni Reservation. That is weird that it's... I, mean, I, just, I just pulled it up through Google Maps and it's showing it in Arizona. Yeah, that's. I'm pulling it up. <coughs> yeah, really weird. But yeah, but when you like Google it, it brings it up Ballard, Utah. 
Mm-hmm. What does it say about the one that's in Arizona? Yeah, Ballard, Utah. I wonder if the one in Utah is the Stardust Ranch. Because that just came up for sale. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's selling the ranch because the aliens tried to abduct his wife. Hmm. That's weird. That... It pulled that up for that's where they pulled it up for Arizona it, for some reason when I said that though it seemed wrong when I was saying Arizona and it's probably because not too long ago I watched that documentary and then I watched the actual show off the history channel Dude, they did a lot of the the guys that owned it before, the the guy that owns it now, the dude mm-hmm. that owned it for like ten fifteen years, back when it was a black project site, that dude ran some crazy tests. They were saying at that place. Yeah, they were saying that that <laughs> Pentagon funded like a black site there, and then all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they have yet to actually release anything that they did there. So where is Ballard, Utah, according to... It's like north, northeast Utah? Yeah, I'm just thinking... Yeah, it's... Dude, that is like... Yeah, that is just east of Provo. Yeah. That's like an eight-hour trip. But they'll never let me on there. I was just trying to see where that coincided with, like, 491, and it's it's pretty far north of 491. Right. I mean, it is right a ho- right there by the Navajo Nation. Yeah, it's still... It's right it's behind just, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Route 666 is behind it. Yeah. Skinwalker Ranch is above it. Yeah. That's interesting. That's really interesting, honestly. That's... For me, it says it's a 12-hour drive to Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, it might be like uh, 10 because you have to hit the uh, back highway, which is a two-lane and yeah. windy. and Yeah. But um, I do have to go through Vegas, so that might take me a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I got turned around. Loss of time. 
<laughs> loss, loss of time. I remember seeing the, the Vegas as sign. I go through the fifth as I go through the Interstate 15. There's serious congestion right around the Las Vegas area. <laughs> it took me three days to get through all that traffic. <laughs> I know. Felt like it was something out of Percy Jackson. I couldn't get out of the dang casino. <laughs> that's the second one, isn't it? Uh, that's not Lightning Thieves. That's uh... no, that's the first one with the. Is that's it, Lightning Thieves. Is it the first one, Lightning Thieves? Yeah, because yeah. they had to get the oh the yeah stupid yeah. balls yeah to teleport right. out, and one of them was in there in the roulette wheel. That's right. They had to go there so they could leave Hades. They did pretty good. I wish they would have did the third book. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So three places. I do hear that they're, I think they're turning it into a series on Netflix or something. That would be pretty cool. And it would probably make more sense because they can go back to them being younger again because these guys are like yeah. almost 30 now. Yeah, they can reboot <laughs> it. I mean, Logan Lerman, the guy who is Percy Jackson, he's got gray hair now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we three places we talked about Goatman's Bridge, Catacombs Paris, and Highway Triple Six. Yeah. Which one do you think is probably the most I don't want to say scary, but has the most promise of interaction and, and I had to say probably Goatman's, but that's just I mean, my feeling. I think, I think, well, Goatman's got the highest concentration because it's, it's a small area. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I can almost, I, I believe there's going to be activity yeah. for sure. I think, <clears throat> you know, if we're talking about the entire stretch of road, Highway 666 has the most potential of diverse things going on. It definitely. Yeah. Okay. Diverse. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you could get different types yeah. of activity. You could get some paranormal, you could get a car chasing you. You can get the hounds of hell. You can get UFO sightings. You could get loss of time there. I mean, you could get any number of different things where, I mean, if, you know, if I, if I was going to pick a place to go to where I could almost guarantee to get activity, it would be Goatman Bridge. Goatman Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably but be. I'd, I'd almost, you know, there's maybe three possibilities, give or take, three to five. Yeah. With Goatman Bridge. Yeah. But there's probably 10 or 12 different possible options that you can run into with highway 666. Yeah. You just have to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, yeah. I think the catacombs just by the sheer history of it would be, that's just an awe inspired. I think that would be just be. the coolest place to go see. Yeah. That, that would, just... if I, if I ever go, it's like, Europe, what are you, what are you, what are you doing this summer? I'm going to the catacombs. <laughs> I'm going to the catacombs in Paris. Maybe stop off in Italy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the thing. You go to you go to Europe, and it's really funny because um, comedian John Panette 
um, said that because they were in they were in France filming a TV show or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'm I'm craving Italian food. You know, is there any place that does Italian food here? He goes, well, it's a 45 minute drive from France to Italy. We can just go to Italy and yeah. get some Italian food. And he's yeah. like, why didn't you tell me it was that close? It's not like the U.S. Yeah. The, the countries there are really small. Yeah. So Europe is you a know. very small country. That's why they take a train everywhere. Yeah. You got people who live in Germany that literally, work in freaking Italy. You know, it's. <laughs> yeah. You can literally walk from Germany to Spain. I mean, to Portugal in 400 miles. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I take you a little bit, but yeah, something like that. There's a there's a famous there's a famous trail that oh, goes kind of like the Adirondack here, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to do the Pacific Coast Trail here or the John Muir Trail, um, but that goes from like Mexico to Canada. What's what's the one <laughs> in Tennessee? Uh, it goes the the Appalachian Trail, right? Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Yes, dude, I heard that one's a that one's a bitch, but yeah. Well, the John Muir Trail is like that too. It goes through the Sierra. Oh, that's right. That's the one that through yeah that, it goes from range. Canada all the way down into Mexico, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I, dude, there's a guy that kicked a soccer ball on that all the way down that trail to raise money for something. Oh, I think I heard about something like that. I think I heard about that. Yeah, but but the Pacific Coast Trail is one that I've always wanted to do because it just follows the coastline. Oh, and it yeah. goes all the way up. I see. I I, I want to go to Ireland and I want to go to Wales, just because Ireland for sure. Yeah, that's, that's my my heritage. Yeah, my I'm, mine I'm too. Irish, so, so that's 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 why I want to go there. And Wales is another part of my heritage. I just want to see where where my family came from. You know what I mean? Right. And of course, see the castles. I think a big a big bucket list country I want to go to is still Iceland. That's I want to go see the volcanoes of Iceland. Hopefully they don't erupt while I'm there, but I want to go see them. <laughs> Iceland is like, do you see the pictures of that place? And like, I, I people that have been there that I know that have been there have shown me pictures of this place. Like, and they took it with their cell phone, and you would have thought it was some master photograph. I mean, but no, it's just their cell phone picture in Iceland. And you're like, that is just. Awe-inspiring, beautiful land. It's it's yeah. phenomenal, and I, I want to take a trip up there. That'd be a yeah. cool. That rem- reminds me of Alaska when um, I went to Alaska. Gosh, like five or six years ago now. Um, we went to St. James Bay, oh, and man. we we stayed in a cabin for four days. And when it's high tide, it's it's on an island by itself. Yeah. But but when it's low tide, you can actually walk from island to island. Yep, and go and go around this area, and it's just gorgeous. And it looks like it looks like somebody painted a picture. Yeah, yeah. Of the these snow capped mountains in the distance, oh, and yeah. it's like it's like a painting that you would pay thousands of dollars for to have in your living room. And I'm I'm looking at it in the morning. I get up at seven in the morning. I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, yeah. oh, um. And then we go fishing for halibut all day. Yeah. Well, see, I, I did the trip. They took us at 4 o'clock in the morning. They took us out there on the boat. And we slayed salmon for like three hours. 
Mm-hmm. And they take all the salmon that we caught and they chunk it. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, oh, we just caught our bait, bait to go halibut fishing. And you're like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> it's like, and that was that was a good trip. That was such yeah. a good trip. Now we use we use lures. We went we went trolling for salmon, but the salmon that we caught. My brother has a smokehouse at his place, so we just smoked it right oh. there when we got back. Yeah, and and then and then flash froze it, and then I took it home with me. Yep. Um, but yeah, halibut, man. We did lures, and there's I have you have two hooks. You have one at the end. Yep, and then one about like five or six feet up. Two, yeah. And then you have like a like a huge weight, yeah. Because so you got to yeah, be on the you got, floor. You got to bounce that bottom. Yeah, yeah. You got to be on the bottom because they're bottom feeders. Yep. So go down there, and there was one time where I had two, I had two halibut on there. I had one on each hook. Oh Jesus! And um, I mean, one was one was thirty pounds, and the other one was maybe fifteen. But that was the hardest thing I've ever had to put in the boat. Oh, dude. Because it's swimming in both directions. I'm like, oh, son of a, what the hell? <laughs> and, and my brother's making fun of me until I pull up and there's two fish. Oh, wow. On, on the line. He's like, oh, shit, you got two of them. Oh, and damn. one was the second largest that we caught. We were only in the area to where we couldn't get anything more than like 40 or 50 pounds. Oh. We were in the, the shallow part of St. James Bay because yep. we had just a small craft. Yep. But. Yeah, I caught the second largest of the of the fish that we caught that weekend, and it was just it was it was amazing. We we caught and, um, monsters. We caught monsters. When we, actually, my boss caught the monster, but we filled you know those huge, big white ice chests. We filled up six of those, mm-hmm. and they they with halibut, mostly halibut, and a little bit of salmon. And we took two back, one for me, one for him, and we gave four to the crew that was on the boat. And they almost cried when we gave them all that fish. They're like, "This will feed us for months." They were so happy. Plus, yeah, we gave them huge this. tips. But the captain was like, "Well, if you're not taking all the fish, they'd rather have that fish than the money you gave them." I was like, "Really?" Yeah. So we give them the fish too, and they're like, "Oh my Dude. god!" I mean, little guys sitting there going, "You don't know what this means to me," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's just a fish, but yeah, it, that fish is like, "Dude, that's that life for them." Like it was gold. life for them. Yeah, I mean, that's is, like, yeah. Oh man, dude, it was such. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I filleted that my own fish that I caught, and we flash froze it and put it in a container and shipped it home, and then I had we had halibut for a year. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think I gave that, still most of my fish away when I came home, because I'm not a big yeah. fish eater. Yeah, I love I love fishing. I like catching, but I'm mostly a catch release guy. I don't eat a lot of fish. Halibut is one of the few fishes that I will eat a lot. Uh, that's like the cat- best. And and ocean caught salmon, nothing is better uh, than ocean. I mean, that is just good, especially if you smoke that stuff. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then there's you got. I love my catfish. Now I I love and sturgeon. That that is just that's just good at eating. That's like chicken of the sea. Fuck tuna. Yeah, 
<laughs> catfish and sturgeon or chicken of the sea. Well, especially sturgeon, because like if you ever, I don't know if you ever had sturgeon, but it literally peels yeah, no. apart like chicken. It's it's weird. It's got that kind of bulky bulkness to it, like you're eating a like peeling a thigh off. It's got right. it's it's man, it's so good, so good. I, I, there are certain fish out there that are just like it's too good to not eat, but I'm just not a big fish eater to begin with. Yeah, but yeah that that might have been my favorite fishing trip of all time, besides uh, fishing the Columbia right there on the Oregon Washington border, and not being able to keep the sturgeon I caught because it was too big. That pissed me off. You can't keep anything over six feet. Hmm. Yes, it's yeah. no. It was the uh, um, we when we were evacuated when Mount St. Helens erupted. That's right. You were there when that happened. Yeah, I was. I was there when the mountain blew, and they had. So there were two main eruptions. On May 18th was the big one. That yeah, blew the side of the mountain off. The second one was on May 25th, right before yep. my birthday. Yep. And I was just, I was just turning 10 and we were evacuated before that eruption. So was that what, 82? Um, 80. 80. 80. Yeah. So we, our, our town was evacuated before that happened. So we went to, um, Diamond Lake, Oregon (laughs) and we fished for rainbow trout. (laughs) that whole memorial weekend <laughs> i've never caught so many fish in my life it was like you know and i think it had something to do with the what the volcano erupting but they were practically jumping in the boat oh it yeah was like it, it probably did have it a was lot like, to do with the, like the seismic activity magnetic activity and everything that was going on with that yeah, eruption. all that stuff happening it didn't matter what we used for bait we ran out of bait and we started to use Velveeta cheese. Oh, Jesus. And they were biting that. Wow. And the the adults all had a limit, but my fishing license was unlimited. Oh. So I could catch as many fish <laughs> as I wanted. Well, yeah, you're 10. <laughs> I was 10 years old. So we caught 72 rainbow trout that weekend. Shit. Wow. And it's... That's a lot of friggin' fish. If you can actually take the livers out of the rainbow, out of that many rainbow trout, and have a meal for six people. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a lot of fish. That was the, that was the first. <laughs> that was the first and last time I had fish liver. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, um, it's it's not a good meal, but that's a lot. It, of, that's a lot of. But fish. it was like that's a lot of fish, and I basically. You know, and I had to. I think their limit was like twelve per day or something like that. Yeah, so all the other fish was I was what I caught. Jesus. And so they just let me just keep on going. And yeah, we had a. That was our. That was our food. Was we had a five pound block of Elvita cheese that we would cut up and just eat. Yeah. And then we ended up just putting little balls of that on the hook and dropping it in the water, and fish were biting that. <laughs> and. You're probably right. Yeah, so, I bet yeah, you it did have a lot to do with. I mean, you got to think that 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 explosion, that mountain exploding, because that's what it did. It yeah. didn't erupt. It fucking exploded. <laughs> yeah, affected the whole world. 
Yeah. I mean, the the ash cloud circled the globe twice. Yeah, Jack. It just came up and said Jack. Is that Jack Kendall? Uh, are from you, the Goatman Bridge? Are you Jack Kendall from the Goatman Bridge? Are you Jack Kendall? That would be interesting. That is the first time he has said Jack ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it was trying to say earlier, not jacket. Maybe. And maybe it's Jack that sees me. Hmm. Oh, well. Interesting. Yeah. It. So if you had to rate these, you know, one to three, it'd probably be Goatman Highway Triple Six. In catacombs in uh, highest to lowest, I think for yeah, not necessarily activity. Well, yeah, activity. I think yeah, highest to lowest potential activity at Goatman's Bridge, Denton, Texas. You said twenty-one hours for you to get to Denton. Yeah. It's 1,500 miles or something like that. Let's see. It's nine and a half hours, so less than 10 hours. Hmm. Because it's, it's just right north of Dallas. It's like we can get from Dallas. Like if you flew into Dallas, we could be in Denton in less than half an hour. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, put that down. All right. So, I think <clears throat> I think we've talked about everything that we're going to talk about on this because we went into a huge fishing conversation just now. <laughs> yeah. So, we are going to end this episode <clears throat> of Spiritual Spirits, episode 11. Again, want to thank everybody out there that listens to the show, anybody that does drop by during the live show. Uh, again, don't be shy when you drop in. Say hi. Uh but again, I want to thank my one and only sponsor at this time, Anchor, for getting our voices out there. Anchor basically takes the audio portion of this live cast here and delivers it to everybody for us. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. So again, if you ever miss the live show, um, whether or if you just don't want to listen to the live show and you want like listening to stuff while you're on your drive, don't hesitate to go ahead and click on that uh podcast of spiritual spirits on any one of those sites for me all right guys well thank you again for tonight we will be back on the let's say the 8th so the 15th of july 15th uh talk about some more interesting facts and i'll post the event to the page here uh, next couple days uh thank you again bye everybody